The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio. And a very pleasant good evening and welcome to the Ankeny High School Gym here in Ankeny, Iowa as we get set for girls and boys basketball on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Tonight, it's Dowling and Ankeny for the second time this year. Mark Amadil now joined by Scott Babinat and Stevie Sarcone will join me for the boys contest. Coach Catalbo is uh, away on some uh, business, some training, and Coach Babinat, thanks for joining us and Hey, I upgraded your seats. We are now courtside next to the Dowling bench, right at the angle on the baseline. The best I could do on such short notice. Yeah, but not too close to the coaches where they can correct me, right? <laughs> We're close enough to Coach Meyer, your former boss at Dowling, and uh, she's right here and could be right here in the baseline, and she could point at you and say, that's the drill we need to do right, you know, right. when they get in this situation. But, hey. What a, what a run it's been for the Dowling girls. They're currently fourth ranked after knocking off uh, Johnston Friday night in a girl-boy doubleheader and, and Johnston's 42-game winning streak. Dowling puts that to an end. The Dowling girls now have won eight in a row and nine of the last ten games. They take on an Ankeny team who right now is at number 15 in the state. Their record's 8-8, eight and eight, and they're hoping for that number two seed. As long as they stay in the top 16, they'll be a number two seed, and this game is very critical not only for that but also for the, the way the conference is shaking out. Dowling in second place right behind Johnston with a nine and three conference mark, eleven and four overall, and Ankeny tied for six with a four and eight conference mark. They're eight and eight overall. So a lot of factors that go into this game besides playing each other for the second time, Dowling and Ankeny. Yeah, I was telling you earlier off air that I I forgot how close the first game was, and going back, I was more apprehensive watching that game over than I was when we were live. It was kind of funny looking that way, but. Uh, at the time, Ankeny came in at five and two, and Dowling was at three and four. And since then, they've gone, I believe, uh, uh, three and six, and Dowling's gone eight and zero. Oh. So it's been a, a huge changeover in the in the records right now. And and uh, but this is going to be another good game. And Ankeny's Ankeny's going to come out. They always play the Maroons tough, uh, and uh, they've got a good a good squad. And I was just. You know, I was so impressed with uh, uh, Savannah Gage and the game she played last time. Both her and Ava Zedeker lead the, both teams and as sophomores, and they both go at each other both on the offense and defensive end, so they're both taking the challenge, and it was a really uh, fun game to rewatch. Well, Dowling and Ankeny, as you mentioned, Scott, did play earlier this year. It was last month back on December 16th, and uh, Dowling defeated Ankeny 51-48 at the Dowling Gym, a very close game, as you mentioned. The Maroons had, I think, a decent lead, and then Ankeny closed out the end. And uh, last year, right up here at Ankeny, it was Ankeny defeating Dowling 35-29 after the Maroons had a lead for three quarters. In the fourth quarter, I think they were held to, like, single digits, and uh, Ankeny came and got the win the last time Dowling played on this court. So a lot of things are going on. Right. And, and, you know, the, the last game, there was so much action in that game. There actually ended up being uh, more turnovers in that game than there were made field goals. And it was it was interesting. I know we said on the air, you'd think there'd be a lot more scoring but for all the action there was. But everybody's hustling up and down the court. Both teams are getting out and running like they want to. But hopefully we'll have a cleaner game tonight and, and uh, better execution by both teams. Yeah, you certainly hope so. We'll see. Uh, Ankeny comes in. Uh, they've lost three of the last four games. Their one win in that stretch, they knocked off number one out of Class 4A, Dallas Center Grimes, last Tuesday night. 
61-44 here at the Ankeny Gym. So the uh, Hawks and Drew McAnally, the head coach, who we uh, had a chance to visit with, and you can tell he, he knows a little bit. Uh, we know each other a little bit. He, right. he replaced <laughs> us at Carlisle as the boys' coach way back when, so yeah. we go back a ways. But uh, he's just trying to get his team ready for the postseason, as is Coach Meyer at, at Dowling. So, right. uh, But the Hawks... Uh, losing three out of four, but they did have the one win, and that's a big win over Class 4A, number one DCG. Right, and you know, you you have both teams coming in uh, different different uh, stages right now of the season. Dowling coming off the big win versus Johnston, uh, which was huge for them. It gave them so much more confidence knowing that now they are truly, uh, they know in their own minds they have the confidence that if they play their best, they have a chance to reach their ultimate goal, which is the state tournament with a chance to win it. And they opened up the door to let people know that Johnston, who is probably still the favorite to win it all, can be beaten. And they just came out. What they want to do is keep that momentum. They don't want to give anything back because they've climbed up the rankings and put themselves in a very good position for a one seed overall. This uh, series between Dowling and Ankeny, they have both been in the uh, same uh, division of the uh, CIML. Looks like they play each other twice for the most part per year. And... uh, this series is now tied at 14 each. It goes all the way back to uh, 2006. Lately, Dowling has won four of the last five meetings over Ankeny, and the Maroons have won 12 of the last 14. So this is a series that Dowling has dominated, but not here a year ago right. on this floor where the Hawks pulled the upset. Right, and that's where you're, you hope that the maturity of your team has increased, that they don't take it for granted. They understand that the Ankeny is a worthy opponent, will come out and compete with them. And as they did the last game, I, I, you know, it was just, like I said, uh, the competitiveness, the, the up and down, the diving on the floor, the bumps and bruises that came out of that game, uh, but the intensity and the fire that each team showed was, was impressive. You're listening to the pregame show tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling and Ankeny here at the Ankeny Gym. Uh, a conference game, CIML Conference, Class 5A. Mark Amadale alongside Scott Babinette. want to thank uh, Brady Grimm, he is our studio producer as we are courtside for tonight's game, right near the Dowling Catholic bench, and uh, that's always a good place to be. And as Coach Meyer said, yeah, weren't you and uh, Coach Donahue uh, at the same spot up in the, over in Cedar Rapids when uh, Dowling took on Cedar Rapids, uh, Washington to go to state one year? And I said, that's exactly right. And I apologize for Coach Donahue because he was reaching out to the people on the bench at times who had his coaching hat on. Right. I know you won't do that tonight to the Dowling bench. No, they don't need my help at all. <laughs> They've got it covered. You, I mean, the, the preparation, I'm sure both coaches have their teams so prepared tonight. And, and uh, that's what makes the game so great. Other games going on in the CIML tonight on the Iowa Alliance. Johnston is at Valley in a girl-boy doubleheader. These all begin at 6.15. Urbandale is at Southeast Polk. Waukee is at Ankeny Centennial. And both, uh, all four of those teams, they are all in the top ten. Uh, so that is a huge match- matchup. And the, first, the team that gets a bye tonight is Waukee Northwest. They have the bye. In the Iowa Alliance, it's north at East Waterloo, east at Mason City, Lincoln at Ames, and Roosevelt at Marshalltown. Non-conference girls game has Grandview Christian at Hoover. That game will tip off here at 6:15. And teams with a bye tonight in the Iowa Alliance has Fort Dodge and Ottumwa. Both have the night off along with the Hoover boys. So that's kind of a look at some of the uh, schedule. Let's take a look at the rankings. Well, there'll be a new set of rankings coming out here Thursday. But uh, in Class 5A, Johnson is still the number one team, followed by Pleasant Valley, Waterloo West, 
Dowling Catholic and Davenport North. That's the top five. Six through ten is Ankeny Centennial, Valley, Southeast Polk, Cedar Falls, and Iowa City West. And 11 through 15 has Sioux City East, Iowa City Liberty, Linmar, Waukee, and the Ankeny Hawks come in at number 15. Again, Dowling at number four, and that's our matchup in game one here, Scott. Yeah, always, you know, except for a couple games this year, you're facing ranked teams all the time. And so it, it does keep you sharp, and that that's, uh, again, we talked about it before the game the other day that uh, Dowling does have the talent to compete with anybody. It's just whether they would believe in themselves enough as a group. And they did the other night and gained a lot of confidence. And we'll see how they come out tonight, hopefully, to meet the same challenge. Yeah, play the same way they did against Johnson. Anything can happen. And they were shorthanded then. Marin Heller is back, and she'll be one of the first guards off the bench for Dowling Catholic. As the Maroons look forward to the end of the week, because next week they have about eight days off after Friday's game. Dowling hosting Southeast Polk this Friday night in the girl-boy doubleheader. The Rams ranked number eight in girls' play. And... Ankeny, the Hawkettes and Hawks will be traveling to Waukee Northwest on Friday. But after Dowling's game on uh, on Friday, the Dowling girls do not play till the following Saturday at Sioux City East. So it's kind of a quirk in the schedule because there's a nine teams in the league and one week you have a bye and Dowling's bye is next week, at least for the girls. The boys play Monday night at Hoover and we'll have that game on Iowa Catholic Radio right around 6.15, Dowling and Hoover Monday. But that's it for next week. Almost uh, some time off there, Scott. Right, and that's, that's right around the time the pairings come out. So this makes this week even better, bigger because, again, you don't want to lose the ground you've gained. You know, a few weeks ago we were talking, uh, Dowling got as low as eight, and they're teetering on the ver verge of dropping out of the top eight. Now they've gotten up to the top four. You don't want to drop anymore. And, and these are two uh, ranked games coming up this week with Ankeny and then Southeast Polk. So you, you have tonight you got to take care of and then get back to uh, Friday where you get to uh, try to get back that loss that you had against Southeast Polk earlier in the year. All right, we'll take a one-minute break and come back with uh, starting lineups. It's Dowling and Ankeny here at the Ankeny Gym. Mark Himmadale, Scott Babinett, and we'll return after this one-minute break to the pregame show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Weekdays at 1 p.m., it's Dr. David Anders with Call to Communion. It's a live call-in show for non-Catholics and fallen-away Catholics. Call to Communion on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Chris Lang from St. Pius X Parish in Irmandale. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Ankeny High School Gym, game one of our girl-boy doubleheader tonight here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Alongside Scott Babinett, I'm Mark Amadale, and we'll take a look at tonight's starting lineups for the visitors from Dowling Catholic. Scott, first time the Maroons have been in, in their Maroon Road jerseys, or dark black, depending on what the boys do. The girls are in their Road Maroon uniforms. First time we've seen that in quite a while, because Dowling started out the year on the road for about five games, and then they were home for about four or five, and now they're on the road tonight. 
Yeah, it is a weird schedule, the back and forth like that. <laughs> but they seemed happy to be here tonight and ready to go. So we're, we're ready to go for them. Absolutely. The Dowling Catholic girls, they come in with a re- record of 11-4. and four. They're ranked fourth in Class 5A, coming in and averaging 54 points on offense, giving up just over 46 points on defense. The head coach is Kristen Meyer in her seventh year at Dowling, 117 wins, 37 losses, assisted by Joel Danner and Audrey Faber. And let's take a look at the starters for Dowling tonight. At one guard, the point guard is Ava Zedeker, 5'10", sophomore, averaging just over 20 points, 5.5 rebounds, and leads the team with a little over three assists. She'll wear number 13. The other guard is Layla Tritton, 5'8", sophomore, averaging 7.5 points, and she'll wear number 15. And the third guard for Dowling is senior Julia Moore, 5'6", senior, averaging 7 points, just under three rebounds. She'll wear number 21. And at one forward is Ellie Olson, 5'10", sophomore, averaging... One and a half points, three rebounds. Olsen to wear number five. And the other forward is Lauren Frericks. Frericks, a 5'10 senior, averaging six points and just under three rebounds. And she'll wear number 25. So Zedeker, Tritton, Moore, the three guards with Olsen and Frericks. Off the bench for Dowling, we expect to see Ellie Muller, the 6'1 freshman, who leads the team in rebounds just over seven. And leads the team in blocks, 31. And a field goal percentage of 55%. She wore number 43, Will Muller. And Marin Heller, a 5'3 sophomore, averaging four and a half points, three rebounds off the bench for the Maroons. And we may see Macy Harnden, the 5'2 sophomore. So that's a look at the Dowling tail of the tape. They uh, come in winning eight in a row and nine of their last ten ball games. And now for the home team on the scoreboard, and that is the Ankeny Hawkettes and head coach Drew McAnally in his seventh year. 71 wins, 74 losses, assisted by Gary Birdwell, Seth Haggerty, and Cody Myers. And the Hawkettes will start this lineup. Savannah Gage, a 5'10 sophomore, averaging just under 17 points. Just under 17 points and four and a half rebounds. And Gage will wear number two. The other guard is Carson Jacks, a 5'6 junior, averaging seven and a half points. Leads the team with 22 made three. She'll wear number three. And the third guard is Jenna Pitts, 5'9 senior, averaging just over 10 points. Leads the team with just over four assists. She'll wear number five. And the... Fourth guard is Jayla Williams, a 5'9 freshman, averaging 11.5 points, 5.5 rebounds, which leads the team, as does 37 steals lead the team. Williams will wear number 22. And at forward, Zoe Shadravan, a 6-foot senior, averaging 1.5 points, 2.5 rebounds, and leads the team with 16 blocks. She'll wear number 13. So it'll be Gage, Jacks, Pitts, and Williams, the four guards, along with Shadravan in the post. We'll see Kendra Lewis, Ainsley Keene, Jasmine Mosier and Cassie Johnson off the bench for <laughs> Ankeny. And the Hawks come in with a record of 8-8, eight eight, ranked 15th in Class 5A. They average 58.5 points on offense and give up just under 51 points on defense. And they have lost three of their last four contests. So that's a look at the starters. That is the tail of the tape. And, Scott, before we send it back to the studio, any comments before we tip off? Yeah, for Dowling, they really want to bring down the turnovers from the first game. They had 21. They had to keep that down. Uh, and they have improved that over the last few games. On-ball defense has gotten better. Uh, remember game one, we gave up a lot of open drive lanes. And the third thing is they need to control the boards and get out and get easy baskets. All right, we're about ready for uh, pregame activities here at the Ankeny Gym alongside Scott Babinet. This is Mark Amadell. But first, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer with uh, Dowling Catholic chaplain, Father Reed Flood. Again, tip-off coming up. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinet, Dowling at Ankeny here at the Ankeny Gym. We'll return with a tip-off after this message here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 
Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Reed Flood. Let us pray together for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition this evening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask that you bless all those involved in this athletic competition this evening. We ask that you keep them safe and that they show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Sebastian, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. And welcome back to the Dowling Catholic High School, Dowling Catholic Basketball here at Ankeny High School. Been home so much, Scott, I forgot where we're at. <laughs> Should know we're sitting on the floor. Yes, we are. <laughs> Mark Emmerdale, Scott Babinette, Dowling and Ankeny tonight here at the Ankeny Gym. And first time the Maroons have been on the road after that uh, nice little homestead that uh, Dowling enjoyed. They were home for, what was it, one, two, three, four, five game homestead, five doubleheaders, and now tonight... On the sixth night, you go on the road, and that's right. where we're at. Time to get uncomfortable again. Compete <laughs> exactly. in a hostile environment. Good crowd here again tonight, for especially for a Tuesday night here. Thanks to all the folks here at Ankeny High School, including their uh, athletic director in his first year, Adam McDonald, and uh, Tom Day, a member of Our Lady's Mac at Heart Church, where my brother is at here in Ankeny. Tom Day and uh, Lisa Meeker, appreciate all the staff, and, of course, their coaches, Drew McAnally, the girls' coach, and Brant Carlson, the boys' coach, appreciate all the, their work. The visiting coaches... Without them, we broadcasters have a tough time. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. CIML Class 5A standings three tonight. Johnson is in first place. They're 11 1 in the conference, 16 1 overall. Dowling in second place, 9 3 in the conference. Maroons on an eight game winning streak. They're 11 4 overall. Valley in third place, tied with Anki Centennial, both 8 4. Tigers 10 5, and Centennial 12 4. We're underway as this is a north south court, so. The Hawkettes win the tip, and they're coming right at us as they go right to left or south to north here at the north basket. Here's Gage with it. Top of the key, she gets it out to Jenna Pitts. Pitts down the lane, her shot up, and might have been partially blocked, no good. Rebound off the back iron by Zedeker and Dowling the other way. Here's Zedeker cut off nicely by Gage to Moore in the lane. She has the ball slapped out of bounds. Dowling Catholic starting Ellie Olson, Ava Zedeker, Layla Tritton, Julia Moore, and Lauren Frerichs. For the Ankeny Hawkettes, they have Jayla Williams, Zoe Shadravan, Jenna Pitts, Carson Jackson, Savannah Gage. Dowling with the ball underneath, and we're underway. No score. Dowling with the ball. Here's Zedeker driving baseline. Finds a seam. Shot the left hand good. And she just found a sliver along that far baseline to score. Yeah, it's a nice finish with her left hand as well. Both teams... On their first possessions, actually got into the lane, got lane shots, which both coaches really want and emphasize. Here's Gage with it, dribbles in the lane against Zedeker, stops the free throw line, kicks it back out, gets it out on the right wing. Hand off, or rather, to Jax. Now she gets it out, and the Hawkettes reverse the ball. 
This is Gage with it. Skip pass over the right side to Pitts. Eight on the shot clock. Underneath, shot up and no good. Nice defense defense that time by Lauren Frerichs as a shot by Jayla Williams was no good. Yeah, it was a good recovery on her part because she ended up trailing the play and recovered to contest. And now Dowling with the basketball, dribbling baseline and losing the ball is Dowling. Jeff Osborne, Chad Schellmeyer, and Dante Terry is our three-man officiating crew. And here come the Hawkettes across the timeline. Pitts with it down the lane, guarded by Moore. Stolen away by Julia Moore off the leg of Pitts. And now Whistle and a backcourt foul called on Jayla Williams, the 5'9 freshman for the Hawkettes. That is her first foul. Williams leads the team with 37 steals. Tried to get one there, but committed the foul there. Scott. Yeah, and uh, Julia Moore did a great job there on Pitts. Uh, Pitts really runs their offense really well. And I, I know the last game we commented about how uh, Dowling's on-ball defense uh, limited the impact that sh she usually has on the game. Frerichs with dribble penetration kicks it out to Moore and Julia. Corner three up and good. So Julia Moore with her first three of the night, her 14th three of the year, and it's 5 nothing Dowling. Again, that's a, that's a great play off the offense, getting your getting into the lane and then on those kickouts. And that's the kind of threes that Dowling wants. Now the ball out of bounds on a deflection, I believe, Scott. It'll be Dowling basketball and another pocket turnover. Yeah, she's a little too close to the line. I think she caught it uh, right off the line there. Here's Zedeker in the front court. Hawkett stay in man-to-man -man defense. And now here is Tritton on the baseline underneath to Olsen. Her shot up and good! Ellie Olsen. You don't hear from her a whole lot. And you know, she was sitting right in this chair waiting to get her... <laughs> By the way, the Dowling girls use this to get their feet taped, our, uh, our table tonight. <laughs> don't worry about it. I think it was sanitized. But Ellie was sitting here. I said, hey, don't be afraid to shoot. There you go. Two points for Ellie Olsen and Dowling out to a 7 nothing lead. Right, and that really helps the team. We've talked about that, how... Uh, Ava Zedeker's led them all year, but she really could use a lot of help from other players. Like they did last game, there's a lot of good balance behind her. All right. This is Chad Ravan with it, and she loses it out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball forcing another turnover with 5-12 to go first quarter, 7-0 Dowling over Ankeny. And one thing that Dowling's doing so much better and over this eight games is their on-ball defense and causing more turnovers. And last time we talked about how they were opening up the lanes for free drives, and it really uh, costs them a lot. Uh, Ankeny was at the line a lot last game. Dowling working their little weave. Here's Moore with it coming off the ball screen by Olsen. Underneath, they try to get it to Olsen. Ball slapped around. Olsen saves it, but not before it went out of bounds. It'll be a turnover against Dowling Catholic. Good defense by the Hawkettes there. Yeah, it was, and it made for a tough pass there. Both uh, Dowling's turnovers have come on tough passes uh, in, in the lane. They're trying to do the right thing. The first one was trying to kick out, but it's a hard left-handed pass. And that one was a wraparound for a post player. Hawkeyes come in, losing three of their last four games, but one of the wins was over number one Dallas Center Grimes out of Class 4A, 61-44. We got a whistle and a pushing foul on Dowling as the Hawkeyes had the ball in the wing. The entry pass to the right elbow, and they're going to whistle Dowling for the foul. And that'll be Olsen's first. Ellie Olsen picks up her first foul. And the Maroons, their first round of substitutions here with four and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. Marin Heller, 5'3", sophomore, checking into the Dowling lineup, as will Ellie Muller, as uh, Olsen and Moore will check out for Dowling. It's good to have these rotations back to normal uh, today. Now here's 
Jasmine Mosier inside and shooting the scoring for the first points of the night for the Hawkettes as they make a substitution. Mosier, who started against Dowling the first time, comes off the bench, averaging three and a half points. And it's 7-2 Maroons. Dowling with the ball. They kick it out to Frerichs underneath the mower. And Frerichs threw it right at her shoe. Now a turnover. Here's Ankeny the other way. And the Hawkettes shoot and score as they run the floor. And Savannah Gage shoots and scores. Yeah, the turnovers led to a quick, easy basket. And that's, you know, we saw that in the first game. Uh, there were just far more turnovers in that first game, so less scoring, but it's picking up already. Here's Heller with it for Dowling. 3.45 to go, 7-4 to four Ankeny. Heller, step back. Two-pointer up and good right at the free throw line. Marin Heller starting to find her stroke. And Dowling leading 9-4 to four with three and a half minutes to go here in the first quarter from the Ankeny gym. And the key with her, she does a great job with that step back. But when, when she's on balance, she makes that shot. And when she's not, it, it floats a little bit to the right or left. Kendra Lewis into the Ankeny lineup. 5-4 senior. Now a steal by Dowling. Here's Frerichs all the way down underneath. Bodies hit the floor. And they're going to say out of bounds to Ankeny as Frerichs hit the deck right before she tried to, to, uh, to score with the ball. Yeah, both teams unofficially have four turnovers each, so that's not going down compared to what we said it needed to. <laughs> yeah, that, you, you can't have a lot of turnovers. Dowling comes in averaging 15 turnovers a contest. And underneath, a shot up and good by Jayla Williams. The 5'9 freshman shoots and scores and cuts the Dowling lead to three. It's 9-6 to six Maroons. 2.45 remaining. Dowling averaging 15 and a half rebound, or turnovers a game and Ankeny averaging 13 and a half. And you're right, Coach. You want to see that near single digits if possible. You do. Here's Zedeker for three. Left baseline. It's no good. Rebound, Jayla Williams. She skies above everybody else. And the freshman takes the rebound. Hands it off to Pitts. Dribbles down the lane. Pull-up jumper. No good. Ball slapped around. Pitts gets it back and draws the foul. The basket will count. And a foul on Heller. And an and one coming for the Hawkettes and Jenna Pitts with her first basket of the game. Yeah, that was good persistence on her part to stay with that ball. It kind of got tipped to her, and she took advantage of it there. One thing, I don't know, a couple possessions ago, I don't know if the, the people heard over the radio, Coach Meyer getting after the girls. They've got to communicate because there was a, the back screen on the weak side opening up a cutter, and the, and the Dowling defenders did not communicate and led to a wide-open layup. All right, free throw coming for Pitts. Jenna, a 83% free throw shooter on the air, and hits the free throw. And we got a 30-second timeout called on the floor with 2.24 to go first quarter. We're tied at nine, Dowling and Ankeny here at the uh, Ankeny Gym. Mark Cambadale, Scott Babinet. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Dental Associates, Construction Professionals, and Ashworth Vision Clinic. A game of runs, start off 7-0 for Dowling, and now a 9-2 run back at them. And kind of what we expected, you know, Ankeny does not just fall apart. You know, you want to take it to them, but they did not, they have not backed off. They even let these two in. I know. Look at these two. They're pretty famous. They're, they're, they're back from Ohio last night. Infamous, <laughs> I, I think, more. Yeah, they, they were very happy parents, the proud parents last night, right? Brent and Ann, yeah, they made it back. They drive, they drove all the way back from Ohio, <laughs> Columbus. Oh. Yeah. 
They look a little tired. A little tired. And they came in the back way here at Ankeny, I noticed. <laughs> That's not the main entrance. All right, Dowling out of the timeout. Corner three up and good. Lauren Ferks gets the ball on the left wing and scores. Ferks with three, and it's 12-9 Dowling. So that score was tied momentarily. Dowling's had a seven-point lead here in this first quarter, but Ankeny's crawled their way back, and now the Hawkettes with the ball. Jack's on the baseline. Now to Gage. Hawkettes uh, rotate the ball. Lewis for three. It's no good. Hits the deck, and a foul called on Dowling, and three free throws coming for Kendra Lewis. Yeah, that closeout there was not a good closeout for uh, for the Maroons. Ferricks picks up the foul, her first. Third team foul on Dowling here in the first quarter. First free throw up and good by Kendra Lewis. 78% free throw shooter on the year. Came, started against Dowling, I believe, or came off the bench in the first game, too. I'm sorry. Uh, as 19 threes, six points. A little instant offense for her off the bench as the second of three free throws coming. Up and good. Where'd she go? Two of three? Two of three there. Okay, so missed the middle one. 12 to 11, Dowling by one. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Raider brought to you in part by Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's formal wear. Dowling with the ball. Julia Moore leaves it up top for Frerichs. Dribbles right side. Now finds Zedeker with the backdoor cut. Layup is good from five feet right on the right block. Zedeker with her first points. Her second field goal tonight. Four points now for Ava Zedeker. Leads the team, averaging just over 20 and a half points. And this is a fascinating uh, matchup between these two uh, sophomores that lead both their teams in scoring, uh, Gage and Zedeker. Now Pitts with it inside. Her shot no good. Dowling the other way. A run out. More for three. It's no good. Fight for the rebound. Ball slapped around and picked up by Kendra Lewis and the Hawkettes. Yeah, these two sophomores going, they're defending each other. They both try to back cut each other. Uh, just doing a good job for the team. Fun to watch. Corner three up and good by Carson Jack. She's the team leader in threes, and she hit her 23rd of the year, and we're tied at 14 with 45 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Dowling and Ankeny in this girls' contest. Corner three by Dowling is no good by Frerichs. Offensive rebound, Muller. 6-1 freshman pulls it in for Dowling, and now Frerichs down the lane. Can't get off a shot. Trap now gets it out to Moore. Brand new shot clock for the Maroons. 25 on the shot clock, 26 on the game clock, so a one-second differential. Yeah, they, and they can hold here. Just needs to be careful if she closes up on her to, to keep the distance there. They have Gage on Zedeker right now. To Moore. Our Maroons run their offense, looking for a flex cut. Now here comes Zedeker, left wing. Five on the shot clock, six on the game clock. Zedeker down the lane, shot up and short. Rebound Jasmine Mosier, and we've come to the end of the first quarter here at the uh, Ankeny Gym with the score. Dowling Catholic 14, Ankeny 14. Alongside Scott Babinet, Mark Amadale will return to the Dowling Gym after this one-minute break here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Weekdays at 5 p.m., it's Catholic Answers, a live call-in program to offer Catholics and non-Catholics a chance to talk with world-class apologists and theologians. Catholic Answers, live on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, moines-dentalassociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Deacon Horn Stricker from St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome back to the Ankeny Gym. Mark Amadale alongside Scott Babinette. Tied at 14, Dowling and Ankeny in this uh, top 15 girls matchup. Scott, you got to look at the first quarter statistics. Thus yeah, for, for Dowling, they were 6 for 10 from the field, 2 for 5 from 3. Uh, no free throws, four rebounds, four turnovers. Ankeny was five for nine, one for one from three, three for four from the line, four rebounds, four turnovers. So right. pretty even, obviously. Dowling with the ball first. Ellie Olson back in the lineup. Marin Heller, Julia Moore, Ava Zedeker, and Lauren Frerichs. Underneath is Moore, and she has the ball blocked, but out of bounds to Dowling. Nice defense that time by the Hawkettes. I mentioned the free throws. The Hawkettes three of four at the line. Dowling did not attempt a free throw. Maroons hit a couple of three-pointers in that first quarter by Julia Moore and Lauren Frerichs. The Hawkettes hit one three, and that was by Carson Jacks. Eight on the shot clock. Here's Olsen with it. Ellie gets it to Zedeker. Four on the shot clock. Coming off a ball screen. Top of the key for three. It's no good by Zedeker. Rebound Zoe Shadravan for the Hawkettes, who got the start tonight in place of Jasmine Mosier. And we've seen Mosier come off the bench and score for the uh, Hawkettes. Now down the lane, this is Shadravan, and the ball goes out of bounds with the Ankeny basketball. Yeah, that's one of those where if you're Dowling, you want to grab that ball. You were right there to grab it, and they didn't grab it and give them the extra shot there. Hawkettes inbound the ball, 15 on the shot clock. Up top it goes to Pitts. Dowling stays man-to-man. Haven't seen any zone by any either team tonight here in the first half. I think the last game we commented, these coaches are allergic to zone, both of them. They're so afraid they're <laughs> going to get lit up from the outside. And now the ball out of bounds. Good, good defense by Dowling. They force a turnover. Tied at 14. Early moments of the second quarter. Substitution for Dowling. Layla Tritton will come in. She'll replace Lauren Frerichs. As team fouls, Dowling with three. And the Hawkettes with one. Maroons in their visiting maroon uniforms, white numbers. Hawkettes. In their home, white uniforms, maroon numbers, and gold trim. Allen going north to south in this contest. Corner three from the right wing. It's no good by Zedeker. She's been held to four points tonight. Rebound. Hawkettes, and now they try to get it down court to Gage. Stolen away by Zedeker. She hustled back. Ava down the lane. And a shot with the right hand. Hits the back iron. No good. Fight for the rebound. Goes off several players. Williams into the hands of Pitts, and here comes the Hawkettes. Ankeny with it. Corner three, good by Savannah Gage. That is her fifth point of the night. And Ankeny with a three-point lead for the first time tonight in the second quarter. Yeah, and so far Dowling's shots have been kind of rushed here and off balance and, you know, one at the end of the shot clock. So they just need to sell down and run some good offense here. Dowling won the previous meeting this year, 51-48 at the Dowling Gym back on December 16th, and here we are a month later. And now driving baseline is Tritton, and she draws the foul, says Chad Schellmeyer. This will be on Zoe Shadravan, her first for the six-foot senior, who leads the team in block shots, as Ellie Olson will check out for Dowling. 
And Ellie Muller, the 6'1 freshman, checking in. Dowling will inbound the ball. Brand new shot clock. Muller has it right elbow. Leaves it for Heller. Marin with it. Crossover dribble, pull-up jumper, and off the mark. No good. Out of bounds. It'll be Ankeny basketball. That looked like it was blocked, didn't it? Look, this camera guy is going to be in our way tonight, Scott, <laughs> I think. Got to watch Got to watch these uh, media personnel, the so-called media. <laughs> Mr. Donahue taking pictures. Well, he's not going to hear you facing you this way. So he's probably going to ignore you on he's, that. He's bothering the Dowling cheerleaders <laughs> to our left right now, but nonetheless. Here's Ankeny with the ball, leading by three. Hawkett's with it. Here's Pitts. Over to Gage. Down the lane, little teardrop shot, no good. And Muller with a strong rebound. Outlet pass to Zedeker. Ava running down the right side. All the way down, layup no good. And the rebound, Ankeny and Jayla Williams. One and done is Dowling. Coach Drew McInnell has got to be pleased with his uh, game plan. And they work it underneath. And the pass over to Jasmine Moser is up and good with the shot. Nice pass that time by the Hawkettes, and they now lead by five. Yeah, they're doing, 14. they're doing a good job of running what they want. Dowling's kind of scrambling right now, not sure what they want to do. Runes with the ball, Moore with it. Julia kicks it in the corner for Tritton for three. Good. Layla Tritton, corner three from the left side, up and in. And that is her first three of the night. And for Dowling, their third three of the night, 1917 Hawkettes. Yeah. Dowling, if they want to uh, start taking control of this game, they've got to get some stops here and get out on the break and accentuate their offense by getting some fast break points, easy shots that way. 15 on the shot clock. Here's Gage coming off a ball screen. Pull-up jumper, left elbow, no good. Fight for the rebound, slapped around. Tritton saves it, and Zedeker has it. Dowling running, trailing by two, 4.15 to go. Zedeker. At the free throw line, pull-up jumper, good. Ava Zedeker with her sixth point of the night all in the first half. And they gave 20, her a three on that. 20 to 19, and they did give her a three. But yeah, she stepped back on that. She did. It was a step back three. So <laughs> That still we'll, cracks me up. Like, the way basketball's changed, uh, the, the step back threes on the fast break. <laughs> There's a shot in the lane, no good by Jax. Rebound Zedeker, one-on-one -on -one with Pitts all the way down the lane, and the shot is knocked out of her hands. It'll be Dowling basketball. Great job by Pitts, avoiding the foul, but knocking away the ball before Zedeker could score. And now a substitution for the Hawkettes. As out of the lineup will be Carson Jax, their leading three-point shooter will sit down. And back in is Kendra Lewis, number 21. I've always, I've always been impressed with Jenna Pitts, the, the poise with which she plays. Now the Maroons working inside off the inbounds play, and a whistle and a foul. This will be on Jasmine Mosier, her first. And free throws coming for Ellie Muller, and she was just a little bit short on the shot, but she was fouled. Otherwise, she would have had an and one, but Muller to the line for two. And if you remember, at the end of game, uh, the first game, it was 48-48, and she hit the follow-up rebound and one to put the game away for Dowling. In the closing seconds. Yes. First free throw good by Muller. Second one rolls around, and no good. Rolls off the rim. Rebounded by Jayla Williams. And then Ankeny the other way, and a shot no good by Kendra Lewis. Ball goes out of bounds. They say it went off Julia Moore. It'll be Ankeny basketball with 33 seconds on the shot clock after the missed shot. So Gage will throw it in right in front of the Dowling bench in front of us. 
Now, Moeller being in the game has made it a little tough for Frankenie to score inside. Just not that she's blocking the shot necessarily, but she's making it hard for them to catch. Now the ball out of bounds. They try to pass inside to Mosier after a little dribble penetration there by Pitts, and the ball too strong, and it'll be Dowling basketball on the turnover. 21-19, Dowling regains the lead by two. So Maroons have had a seven-point lead in the first half. And Ankeny's had a five-point lead in the first half. Dowling by two here, 3-10 to go in the first half. And Dowling with the ball. Here's Zedeker. Dowling on a 7-0 run right now. Out top to Lauren Frerichs. Now to Moore. Julia with it. Dribbles right side. Kicks it back out to Tritton. And she hands it off to Frerichs. A little dribble weave, if you will. Back out to Zedeker. Right wing, right in front of uh, Coach McAnally on the Ankeny bench. Now Moore with three on the shot clock. Launches the shot up. No good. And rebounded by Ankeny and Jasmine Mosier. So the other way we go with Ankeny with the ball. Here's Pitts guarded by Moore. Ball stolen away on the pass, but got, get, getting the ball back is Gage. She loses it. Now down court to Zedeker. Now Dowling with the ball. Here's Frerichs dribbling baseline, and she loses the basketball. Jayla Williams with the steal, and here come the Hawkettes. Spins in the lane, layup up. Good! What a move by Jayla Williams. The 5'9 freshman showing some athleticism there and scores. That's her fourth point. Yeah, and that, that back and forth, they're just transitioning out of those turnovers so quickly to attack Dowling, and, and, and vice versa. Dowling needs to do the same thing to finish there. Tied at 21. Two minutes to play here in the first half here at the Ankeny High School Gym. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinat. Now they're going to whistle and a blocking foul called on the Hawkettes. It's been a really good flow to this game because there's been limited fouling. You know, they are getting to play. Both teams are being physical, but, you know, it has been even. So they get to, they're getting to determine how they're going to play this game. Kendra Lewis, the 5-4 senior for Ankeny, commits the foul. That's her first. 14 foul on the Hawkettes, three on Dowling. As we're tied at 21, minute 50 to go in the first half. Zedeker, pull-up jumper, good. From That'll be a three-pointer by Zedeker. So Ava with her first three, or second three of the night, and she has 10 points here in the first half, and Dowling leads 24-21 with a minute and a half remaining here in the second quarter. Hawkettes with the ball. Pitts with it. Looking inside. And now a skip pass over to Savannah Gage and goes off Gage. Hands out of bounds. A little too strong of a pass. And Dowling is 3 for 5 from 3 point range in this quarter which is good because they're 0 of 6 inside right now. Dowling with the ball as they move across the uh, timeline. Here is Moore with it. Julia works the left side. Gets it to Frerichs. Lauren. Dribble handoff. Goes to Tritton. Good defense by Ankeny. They're really getting into the passing lane, and now a foul is. They get the ball to Moore, and she dribbles from the left baseline. And the foul will be on Carson Jacks, her first. So that'll be the 15th foul on the Hawkettes. With 65 seconds remaining in the first half. We may get through a full, through a full half with uh, no... No free throws, uh, no one and one or bonus being no bonus being awarded. Now they're working inside to Moeller. Her shot too strong, no good. Gets it right back underneath, shot up and good. Moeller backed her way in against Moser and scored. And she needs to be more aggressive there. For, I mean, she's got to be impacting on both ends. She's been impacting the defensive end. They need to get some scoring out of her inside, and she can do that if she uses her length. 
All right, Hawkett's in the lane. A shot up and good by Jenna Pitts. Pitts with her fifth point on her second field goal. 26-23, Dowling by three. Moons have the basketball, and they get it down court. And we've got a whistle and a foul on the Hawkettes. This will be on Carson Jacks, her second foul, with 27 seconds remaining in the first half. They'll be Dowling basketball as Shadravan set to check in, but free throws coming for more. Julia's first free throw, no good. And one of the things uh, Dowling will probably want to do is be a little more patient in offense because when they do, uh, towards the end, they start to break down Ankeny a little bit more, and these last three possessions have gotten fouls because when you make them play defense, it wears them down a little bit more, and they'll, they'll get out of position more. Both teams are doing substitutions. This is the offense-defense portion. You see who's in trouble defensively. And I don't think we have anybody with more than one foul. The second free throw by Moore is good. So Julia now with four points goes one for two at the line. 27-23 Dowling by four in this top 15 girls matchup. Number four Dowling and number 15 Ankeny here at the Ankeny Gym. Final 15 seconds of the first half. Shot clock turned off. Halftime we... Hope to catch up with Clay Fielking, the Dowling boys basketball coach. Preview the boys game between Dowling and Ankeny. Down the lane is Gage. Gets it underneath to uh, Shadravan, and she bounces off the baseline out of bounds. So Dowling will have it on the turnover with 2.6 seconds to play. And Coach Babinat, what's a 2.6 second play going the length <laughs> of the court? Throwing it right in front of us. You want to catch it on the run going towards the, your basket. Here's Zedeker with it. She'll launch it from half court. Aims for the backboard, and he leaves it short. So we go to halftime with Dowling leading Ankeny 27-23 here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. What a first half we saw. And uh, we want to thank our supporters that we've seen all year long here on Iowa Catholic Radio. They include Dental Associates, Mercy One, and the Catholic Tuition Organizations. As we hope to catch up with Coach Steel King here at halftime. Hope he doesn't go upstairs because we're, we're downstairs here <laughs> next to the bench. We're on the floor. Right next to the Dowling bench where the uh, trainers and managers are at the end. So we'll come back after this one-minute break. We'll recap scoring here in the first half and our statistics and hopefully get an interview with uh, Coach Clay Fielking, the Dowling boys basketball coach. We'll have their game tonight as part of our doubleheader. Again, our halftime score here at the Ankeny Gym. It's Dowling 27, Ankeny 23. And we'll return to the Ankeny High School Gym after this one-minute break on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Monday through Friday at 3 p.m., it's Cresta in the Afternoon. Speaker and author Al Cresta looks at life through the lens of Scripture and the teaching of the Catholic Church, providing conversation about the things that matter most. Cresta in the Afternoon on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, I'm Donna Wilhelm from St. Pius X Parish in Urbandale. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Ankeny Gym. 
Alongside Scott Babinette, I'm Mark Amadale here at halftime of the girls' contest. Dowling girls leading 27-23, to 23, and now we're joined by the boys' basketball coach at Dowling Catholic, Clay Thielking. And, Coach, thanks for uh, joining us here. As uh, you can see, I must have done something right. I got my seats upgraded from the back wall to right outside your bench and uh, keep an eye on you and Coach Meyer, uh, the Dowling girls' coach. So welcome, Coach. Thanks. Hey, congratulations on a great weekend. Win on Friday night over Johnston. Thanks for sending up uh, Drew Morrow. Yeah. He forgot to thank his family, but he thanked everybody else. <laughs> and uh, he did a great job at the interview. And then on Saturday, knocking off Iowa City West. Yeah. I think it's the first time Dowling has beaten Iowa City West in quite some time, if I look back on some of the notes I had. Big a pair of wins coming away, and uh, now you're, you're inching towards 500. Big game tonight. But talk it's got to feel pretty good going into Sunday and Monday with practices, huh? It does. Yeah, it was a big back-to-back uh game you know those are big wins for us uh two good teams and uh two good games you know tight down the stretch and our guys found a way in each of them and uh did a lot of good things we got a lot of room for growth obviously but um it was a good weekend it's something that we hope we can build on what were some of the things that you saw as improvement i think uh, one thing i look in these young men and i see confidence and you know we talk about your big guys uh you know Riddick Metten and uh, Kleppy playing, uh, you know, kind of the post. But even though I think you got a five-guard lineup in my in my book, but playing very well and starting to get their confidence. And certainly, it's not a walkie, it's not a valley, but it's Johnston, a team you beat the first time. Kind of, it's like, okay, we can play this year. You got them the second time, and then you turn around and that confidence built over and took over on Saturday. I know you were down to Iowa City West for a little while, including at halftime. Came back. Took a two-point lead, and I think he won by six or seven points. That says a lot about the growth of, this, of these guys, not only individually, but as a team. It really does. Um, they're, they're gaining confidence. You're right, and those wins obviously do that for you. Um, the ball's starting to go in the hole a little bit more. You know, obviously, Friday night, Drew had a big one for us, and Saturday, Joey had a, had a really big day. Um, and you need that. You know, we need that lift uh, offensively, and has a carryover effect to the, to the defensive uh, end for sure. But, yeah, that, that Iowa City West game, I think we're down eight or nine in the second half, and it didn't look real good. And our guys just battled and um, got over the hump, and then were able to extend the lead enough late and, and come out of there with a win. Well, tonight, like uh, Friday night, uh, you're going to play a team for the second time, and that is the Ankeny Hawks. And, uh, you know, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a good turnout the first time at the, at the Dowling Gym and Ankeny uh, – after they beat Dowling, they lost five in a row, and then they break the winning streak. They knock off Waukee here at the Ankeny Gym, and that was a big win for them, and they've kind of rebounded. But they've been going through uh, injury and such, and we did not see Jamison Patton nor Jason Williams, the outstanding running back who transferred from Cedar Rapids County. They were both out the first time. Now they're both back, and it's a different look uh, of an Ankeny team with uh, Coach Carlson. It really is. Yeah, they went through a stretch without those two guys, and that changes a lot. Um, so, yeah, they beat us the first time without those two and are a different-looking team now with those two. And so it, it'll certainly um, – it's going to be tough. Um, yeah, the first time around, I think they scored 74 points on us and kind of did what they wanted to. I, I thought they played really well, and I, I, I thought we lacked a little pride on the defensive end, to be honest with you, and we've talked to our guys about that. But um, this is a team that's it's healthy now. Uh, Three-game winning streak, and as you noted, one of those against Waukee. They're playing really well, and they're very confident, and 
and they got it rolling. So uh, we'll have to do our best to slow it down a little bit. Yeah, they got you by nine at the uh, Dowling yeah. Gym last month. But uh, yeah, times have changed. And I know the big matchup, Leo Aguirre had 20 points and Carson Johnson at 18. And Carson Johnson, he's, you know, he's a two-year starter, as is Aguirre. And when you had those veterans out there, obviously they're, they're serving notice. You better make sure that uh, keep an eye on them. But you know, Cash Shulman, who had 15 points against you last time, he's coming off the bench now because yeah. of uh, the uh, Jamison Patton and Jason Williams healthy. Well, now the guy who had 15 is coming off the bench. So uh, they've got a pretty talented team. And your thoughts on the matchup tonight with uh, the Hawks? It's tough. Yeah, those are good players. I mean, Carson had 18 on us last time. He sat a lot of the first half due to foul trouble, mm. you know. So um, we will have to have guys certainly dig in on the defensive end and and compete um, and, and, and try to make it tough. You know, they'll make shots. Aguirre makes tough shots. Uh, and, and Carson kind of, he can create his own. And, um, you know, they're good. And they got they got athletes. They got skill guys. The war kid can shoot it really well. Um, and as you know, the school and um, obviously can shoot it. We saw it up close, you know, about a month ago. So uh, a lot of weapons, and we'll have to be on point defensively and, and, and not have breakdowns or else it, uh, it can snowball. Well, hopefully the momentum will carry over from the weekend. Of course, yeah. it's a quick turnaround. I know later on this week you have Southeast Polk at home Friday, and then you have a Monday game at Hoover. We're going to carry that on Iowa Catholic Radio. Then you have basically a week off until your next opponent so it's kind of a quirk in the schedule but everybody has that kind of dead week and it's right. up to you to fill it yep. or play on a different night you're going to play monday night to be the only game next week yeah it'll be different um i think the break will be good you know i hope we're still playing well and we don't want the break to be honest with you but it'll be a good chance to to get away for a day or two and kind of recharge and reset and heal and and get our legs underneath us for the stretch run um yeah, it's a little unique. You know, on the surface, I'm not a real fan of it, but it is what it is, and we'll make the most of it. At least for the first year until yeah. you, you guys figure yeah. it out. Right, right. All right. Well, Clay, we appreciate yeah. you uh, stopping by. Sure. I know it's a Tuesday night basketball. Always looking forward to that, but Friday night basketball has that electricity. <laughs> and you gotta have you got to hand it to the uh, Johnson and Dowling fans Friday night. Great atmosphere. Awesome. I know the girls' yeah. game was a, a top-four yeah. matchup, and they all hung around for your game yeah. and saw you eke out a three-point win over the Dragons. It's a great night. Yeah, that crowd is awesome. Um, so hopefully we get more of those. All right. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Appreciate Mark. It. Appreciate it. Clay Fielking, our guest here at halftime, the Dowling Boys basketball coach, will have their game in game number two tonight, Dowling and Ankeny. We'll take a break. Our halftime score here at the Ankeny Gym, it's Dowling 27, the Ankeny Hawkettes 23, along with Scott Babinett, Mark Amadale. will return with our first half statistics after this one-minute break on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. 
we're back here at the Ankeny Gym alongside Scott Babinett, Mark Hamadil here at halftime, and the Dowling girls leading 27-23 over the Ankeny Hawks here at the Ankeny Gym. Scott, you, look, you have a look at the first half statistics between the two clubs. Yes, yeah, very unofficially. Dowling 10 for 24 from the field, 5 for 11 from 3, 2 for 4 from the line, 10 rebounds, 5 turnovers. Uh, Ankeny 9 for 18 from the field, 2 for 2 from the three-point line, 3 for 4 from the line, 13 rebounds, 10 turnovers. All right, we have an updated score. On the other side of Ankeny, up northwest Ankeny, is the Hawkettes have the ball first. A shot in the lane is no good by Savannah Gage, and the ball goes out of bounds to Dowling on the Hawkettes' first possession. It's Ankeny Centennial ranked sixth, leading number 14, Waukee, 25-18 at the half up there at the uh, Ankeny Centennial gym. We'll take a look at uh, the scoring here when we have a moment. Ava Zedeker leading the way for Dowling with 10 points. Four points for Julia Moore. Three points each for Lauren Frerichs. Ellie Muller and now Tritton for another three, and it's good. She's got six points. Ellie Olson, Marin Heller with two points each. And Dowling two for four at the free throw line as Dowling outscored Ankeny 13-9 in the second quarter. Now... The Hawkettes have the ball, and it goes out of bounds. So it'll be another turnover against Ankeny, and it'll be Dowling basketball. For Ankeny, their leading scorer in the first half was Jenna Pitts with five points and Savannah Gage with five points. Four points for Jayla Williams and Jasmine Mosier off the bench with four points. Three points for Carson Jacks and two points for Kendra Lewis. The Hawkettes were three of four from the free throw line. Now a three-pointer by Tritton, no good. Ball tipped. And they say it went out of bounds off Ferricks, even though she tried to sell it in front of Chad Schellmeyer, <laughs> one of our state tournament referees. Didn't work. She she really tried. She almost had it, I think. Uh, but Chad, <laughs> Chad is that a, close. <laughs> Chad's a smart official, and he knew who it belonged to. Now a near steal by Zedeker. Dowling leading 30-23. to 23. Tritton with the lone three-pointer. And of the... Oh, the only scoring of the second half here thus far is we're underway. 6.45 to go here in the third quarter. Dowling girls come in ranked third, ranked fourth rather. They come in with a record of 11-4, and four, ranked fourth in Class 5A. The Ankeny Hawkettes record is 8-8, eight and eight, and they're come in ranked 15. We got over and back on Ankeny. Good defense by Dowling kind of set that up. Gage for Ankeny got caught for the over and back and we got a timeout on the floor and this will be a 30 second timeout called by Drew McAnally and Ankeny but good defense by the Maroons they're starting to overplay a little bit beyond the three point arc with the guards outside that uh, three point arc right I feel like in the first in the first game things were easy for Savannah Gage and hard for Jenna Pitts it's been a little bit easier for Pitts to get where she wants today but it's been harder for Gage and what you're seeing is is Dowling coming on the second half and putting on good ball pressure, overplaying a little bit, and, and trying to get the stops. And what they need to do is get stops and build, get stops and build, and, and start stretching this lead out and trying to take away uh, Ankeny's will to keep competing in this game. That's what you want to do. Tonight's game on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, brought to you in part by Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. 30-23 is our score. Dowling girls leading. The Ankeny Hawkettes, 6.30 to go, third quarter. Dowling underneath, and now here's Olsen. Her shot up, and it's blocked. Blocked by Jayla Williams. She comes away with the ball. Outlet pass. Almost threw it away. Let, let her teammate too far, and finally Gage. Savannah Gage tracks it down, and Ankeny with the ball with 25 on the shot clock. 
And again, Dowling getting back on defense. They got it deep in the corner, and they forced it all the way back out to half court, and they can reset their defense. So that's a good job by them. Their defensive effort coming out of the half has been great. I like the the aggressiveness by Ellie Olson. She's not usually a, kind of a non-shooter, but she's aggressive there even though she had her shot blocked. Now, Ankeny the other way, a shot up and no good by Jax. Might have been partially blocked. Dowling the other way, no good with the shot. <laughs> Offensive rebound, Ellie Olson, and runs a brand-new shot clock. Here's more with it. Left elbow down the lane, underneath the basket. Double team, trying to find a scene. I'll get some in the corner to Frerichs. And more underneath her shot, no good. Ball slapped around by Ellie Olson, taken away by Ankeny and Jenna Pitts. Yeah. One, the good thing about that, even though they didn't convert, is Julia Moore is getting into the lane a lot on her opportunities tonight. Well, the shot no good by Gage, but Carson Jacks, offensive rebound, and a putback good. And Jacks with five points. And it's 30-25, to 25, Dowling by five. Now Zedeker wants to go down the lane, cut off nicely by Gage, gets it out to Frerichs, top of the key. Five minutes left to go, third quarter. The Maroons by five. 15 on the shot clock. Here is Frerichs, or rather Tritton underneath. In the corner to Frerichs, three-pointer no good. Offensive rebound, Dowling and Olsen. Gets it to Moore. Now tries to find, oh, I think she tried to find Zedeker, and she did not move. And the ball goes out of bounds. Timeout, or rather, out of bounds to Ankeny. Turnover against Dowling there, Scott. And, yeah, I mean, we talked about Dowling was getting the stops. They had a seven-point lead. Now they've had three or four possessions in a row where they haven't gotten the shot they wanted. And so you start missing those opportunities. You allow the team to stay in the game when you could be stretching it out. Ellie Muller into the lineup for Dowling off the bench, along with Marin Heller. As Maroons go to the rotation, Julia Moore sitting down, and Ellie Olson sitting down, and now we've got a whistle and a turnover against Ankeny. So the Hawks with another turnover with four and a half minutes to go here in the third quarter to be Dowling basketball, and we've been sitting on this 30-25 to 25 Dowling lead for at least a couple minutes. Yeah, I, I, again... Marin Heller did a great job of stopping that drive by Jenna Pitts. Runes with the basketball. Heller dribble drives in the lane, kicks it out in the corner to Tritton. Can't get off a shot. 20 on the shot clock. Here's Furrick's little inside pivot. Her shot up and no good. Rebound Jayla Williams. Her lead pass thrown down court and thrown away. Stolen away by Dowling. Here's Tritton. Layla with it. Three on three fast break. She waits for... Zedeker. Zedeker drives in the lane. Gets to Heller. Left wing. Out to Ferricks. Lauren. Down the left block. Turns. Stops. Can't get off a shot. Gets it over in the corner to Tritton. Underneath the Muller. Turns. Gets it back out to Tritton. Fakes the three. Dribbles inside. The ball slapped away. Good defense that time by Kendra Lewis with the steal into the hands of Ankeny. Runes had a lot of passes, but Ankeny made him work. And the turnover to the Hawkettes now. This is Pitts with it. Right wing. Pull-up jumper. Good. Jenna Pitts with her seventh point. And it's 30-27. to 27, Dowling by three with 3.15 to go. Here's Zedeker with it. Coach Meyer right in front of us calling out a play for the Maroons. Yeah, they just need to be patient. They're looking at a zone here. They need to hit the middle there. And now here's Ferricks for three. Good! Right in front of us. Lauren Ferricks right over Jasmine Mosier. Lauren with her sixth point of the night. Unless you're going to shoot it like that, then you don't have to. 
What were you saying about teams playing zone, afraid to play zone? Well, Drew McAnally says, hey, we can't stay with you, man. We're going to play zone. And now the Hawkettes get loose and a shot up and good by Savannah Gage. That's her seventh point. 33-29 Dowling. 240. They're back, they're back to their man-to-man. -man. Now Heller dribble penetrates, and the ball tipped out of bounds by Jayla Williams. Gets her hand in the passing zone as Julia Moore set to check in. And checking out will be Layla Tritton. So it'll be Heller, Zedeker, Moore with Ellie Muller and Lauren Fricks. Five on the floor for Dowling. Anchor with substitution, Carson Jacks in the lineup. And she'll replace Kendra Lewis. So it'll be Jasmine Mosier, Carson Jacks, Savannah Gage. Now underneath Fergs, her shot no good. Ball rebounded by Jasmine Mosier. Rebound Ankeny. And here's Pitts with it. Down the lane. Her shot up and no good. Drew the foul. And free throws coming. This may be on Julia Moore. We'll see. And it is, says our referee, Dante Terry. Julia with her first foul. And this, this is what hurts you. The Maroons have had a three or four layups that they just haven't finished inside. And you could, again, you don't want to hammer it too much, but those are the things that you have to make. Those are shots that need to go down. Pits at the free throw line for Ankeny, and her first free throw is good. She now has eight points. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Construction Professionals, Ashworth Vision Clinic, and Dental Associates. Second free throw is good. Pitts now with nine points. Comes in averaging 10. And it's 33-31. Dowling by two with 2.15 to go here in the third quarter. It looks like the Hawkettes are back to their man-to-man -man defense. There's Muller with it. Right wing, three-point line extended. Started by Mosier, looking for a cutter. Now gets to Zedeker for three in the corner. Good. Ava Zedeker right over Savannah Gage. And that's her first basket of the second half. Zedeker with 13 points. Now we got a timeout called by Ankeny as they have the ball in the front court. And we're waiting to see. This will be a full timeout. We will take it with them with a minute 52 to go here in. The third quarter, Dowling 36, Ankeny 31 on Iowa Catholic Radio. At noon, Monday through Friday, the doctor is in. Dr. Ray Garendi helps you with personal problems and professional questions. You'll love his fun approach and practical advice. The doctor is in on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. DesMoines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at MercyOne.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Ron Meyer from Blessed to Play. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Ankeny Gym. Mark Hamadale alongside Scott Babinett. Game one of our girl-boy doubleheader. The fourth-ranked Allen girls leading 15th-ranked Ankeny. 36-31 in this Class 5A CIML conference game. 
here at the Ankeny Gym. Ankeny with uh, the ball. It was Dowling's timeout after that last made basket by the Maroons. The Maroons call a timeout. So Ankeny with the ball. Ten on the shot clock. This is Gage with it. Savannah at the free throw line. Step back. Pull up jumper is no good. Fight for the rebound. Deflected and tossed around. Ankeny with it. Here is Pitts for three. Up and no good. Fight for the rebound. Gage inside. Her put back no good. Blocked by Muller. And she gets the rebound. Outlet pass goes to Lauren Frerichs. Dowling by five. And the final minute of the third quarter here at Ankeny. That was a good defensive possession except for the offensive rebounds. But the Maroons... Uh, we're fighting to keep that, that pressure up there. So. Dribble, dribble penetration by Zedeker. Gets it in the corner to Julia Moore for three in the left corner. Good. And Julia Moore with her second three of the night, and she has seven points. She's one for two at the free throw line. Dowling by eight. This is the Maroons' largest lead of the night. 39-31 with 34 seconds to go. Now a tie-up on the baseline underneath the Ankeny basket. And possession arrow will be Dowling basketball. So the shot clock should be off. Yeah, they, and it is. And Dowling will have the ball maybe for the last shot as Marin Heller will check out of the uh, lineup. And checking in, I think, is Tritton. Yeah, uh, that was a great defense, a defensive play by Marin Heller. She hung in there on that drive and grabbed the ball there and caused the jump ball turnover. Yep, forced the tie up. How big is Julia Moore's improvement on three-point shooting this year, Ben, for the Maroons? Huge. You know, even last year from the free-throw line, Julia's shooting nearly 70% from the free-throw line, and last year she struggled in the 50% range, yeah. so she's improved a lot. Now Zedeker underneath her shot, up and good. She, uh, she knew the contact was coming. Zedeker with 15 points. Dowling by 10. Ankeny with the ball, and they can't get the shot off. So the Maroons go into the fourth quarter with a 10-point lead. Dowling 41, Ankeny 31, alongside Scott Babinett. Mark Amadale will return to the Ankeny gym with the fourth quarter between Dowling and Ankeny here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Fridays at 9 a.m., making it personal on Iowa Catholic Radio, iowacatholicradio.com, and on demand on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Connecting listeners with Christ. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Father Chris Hartshorn from Sacred Heart Parish of West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, we're back here at the Ankeny Gym. Mark Amadil, Scott Babinat, Dowling Girls with a 41-31 lead over Ankeny. As Maroons outscored the Hawkettes 14-8 in that uh, third quarter after Dowling led 27-23 at halftime. Ankeny 5-6 from the free throw line, and Dowling is 2-4 at the free throw line. Now the Hawkettes working inside to Savannah Gage. Her shot up and no good, but drew the foul. This foul will be, I believe, on Muller. Frerichs. Frerichs, okay. Lauren Frerichs with the foul. 
Again, we are on the uh, baseline just outside the Dowling bench. And the Ankeny basket is all the way across court. We can't even tell if it's a three-pointer or two-point shot. At least I can't, Scott. I'll, I, I won't have you speak for me. Both free throws are good by Savannah Gage. And that's the first points of the uh, fourth quarter, Scott. I, I will use my eagle eyes for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough to read. And now 41-33 as uh, Gage with the basket, the foul on Dowling. And now the Maroons with the basketball. Here is Zedeker underneath, shot the left hand, good. And well defended that time by Gage, but Ava Zedeker with her 17th point, and she can take over a ball game just like that. She can, and, and one of the things that you get in this, there were no fouls called on Ankeny in the third quarter, only two so far in the half on Dowling. So uh, Ankeny's going to be a lot more aggressive on the defensive side, so Dowling's going to have to be strong with the ball. Here's Jax, a fallaway jumper, no good. Rebound Dowling and Julia Moore. Here in the fourth quarter, here's Tritton in transition for three, and it's off the mark, no good. Left it short, and a rebound out to Carson Jacks. Outlet pass to Gage. She runs the right side, pull-up jumper up, no good off the back iron. Rebound, Dowling and Ellie Olson. So the basket has a lid on it, at least in the last couple of possessions. Again, Ellie Olson doing a lot of the little things just to give the Maroons an advantage in this game. Zedeker with the basketball. Ankeny stays man-to-man. -man. We've seen him in zone a little bit here in the second half, but... Not too many possessions. This is Frerichs with it. Or rather, Tritton underneath. Now kicks it out to Moore. Her three-pointer up and good. She likes that spot right in front of us here in the baseline. She does. And they, they didn't really close out on her, and so she could just set her feet there, look at the, you know, line the Wilson up there, and good rotation on her shot. Now a corner three, no good by Ankeny and Kendra Lewis. Offensive rebound, Hawkettes. And here's Gage with it with a brand-new shot clock. Julia Moore came in with 13 made threes. Well, she's made three tonight. She's got 16 made threes for the year. And Dowling with a 46-33 lead, 13-point lead, their largest of the evening, under six minutes to play. And now a pass underneath and a little miscommunication. The pass is a little too strong. Turnover against the Hawkettes. And, Scott, you got to look at the statistics through three quarters. Yeah, well, the, in the third quarter, Dowling was 5 for 12 from the field, 4 for 7 from the three-point line, which helped them because they didn't get any free throws. They had five rebounds and only two turnovers. So that aspect of the game has been great. Ankeny was 3 for 9 from the field, 0 for 2 from the three-point line. They were 2 for 2 from the free throw line, eight rebounds. Uh, five turnovers. So that's been a big difference maker for the Maroons. All right, here's Julia Moore with the ball. It's uh, 15 to 7 on the turnovers for the game in favor of the Maroons. Okay. So Dowling's cut their turnovers in half as uh, Dowling came in averaging 15 turnovers a contest. Ankeny averaging just over 13 turnovers a game. 46 33 Dowling. 5.25 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Here's Zedeker with it. Ten on the shot clock. Now Zedeker hits the, uh, the deck. No, nothing called. And she got tangled up with Gage. Now they do the dribble rotation. Tritton with it. Now to Zedeker in the corner. Launches the three. It's no good. It's a shot clock violation on Dowling. And Coach Meyer, I thought, said, hey, we, got, we had contact there in our ball handler. And officials let that go. And Dowling unable to get off a shot. So... It'll be Ankeny possession. But knowing the, the situation of the game, uh, up 13, Ankeny has no team fouls in this half. They're going to be a lot more aggressive, so you've got to be aware of that, and you've got to fight through that. There's a shot in the left wing. It's no good by Pitts. Rebound Dowling and a foul in the backcourt on Ankeny, and there's one of the fouls they're going to burn. 
and they have to burn them fast. There's less than five minutes left in this game. They're going to have to pressure up, trap. And this is where Dowling needs to, you know, embrace that pressure and attack and get, uh, you know, the mismatches and get easy layups. Shadravan whistled for the foul for Ankeny. Zoe is a six-foot senior. Came off the bench last time Dowling played him. Now started tonight. Now here's a steal by Shad Ravan. Goes all the way down court. Leaves it for Lewis. She loses it. Now gets it back in the lane. And we have a timeout Ankeny with 29 seconds on the shot clock. And we have four and a half minutes left to go on the game clock. We'll take a break here in the fourth quarter. Dowling 46. Ankeny 33 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio with another testimonial, this time from Whitney, who says, When I started listening to Iowa Catholic Radio, I started hearing about all of the different resources. It was amazing, and it opened up the state and the community. For Whitney and so many others, Iowa Catholic Radio is truly a lifeline. Our on-air fundraiser starts February 27th, but you don't have to wait to give. Donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you. And we're back here at the Ankeny Gym out of the timeout by the Hawks. Hawkettes, rather. 20 on the shot clock. Dowling 46, Ankeny 33, 420 left to go fourth quarter. Here's Gage with it, dribbles inside. Now it's cut off nicely by Zedeker. Gets up top of the key to Pitts. Pitts dribbles in the baseline, can't get a shot off. Now a long three coming, up and no good. Rebound, Ankeny, and a shot blocked. That's Jayla Williams on the rebound, a brand-new shot clock for the Hawkettes as they get a second opportunity here. Down 13. Now underneath the backdoor pass. A great great shot up and good by Carson Jacks in the pass by Zoe Shadravan with the assist. Yeah, they just are they're just being persistent there on the offensive boards. Dowling needs to uh, shore that up and, and not just give the second opportunities. Now here's Zedeker dribbles baseline, leaves it for Moore, gets underneath to Moeller, layup, good! Nice pass from Julia Moore to Ellie Moeller. Moeller with her fifth point of the night. 48-35, Dowling lead back up to 13 with three and a half minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. The Maroons trying for the uh, sweep this year of the series with Ankeny. Savannah Gage with it, dribbles in the baseline. Her shot up, rolls off the rim, no good. Fight for the rebound. They say Zedeker knocked out of bounds as she was battling Carson Jacks. Yeah, and for Dowling, getting Ellie Muller that way, she's good at what they call teeing up for for the uh, the easy layup there when they run what they call their Nash action where they drive underneath and keep dribble and spin around that. All right, brand-new shot clock for Ankeny. They get it inbounds to Pitts, top of the key, guarded by Moore. And now we got a whistle and a foul on, I believe, Julia Moore trying to fight through a screen, and she'll pick up her second foul. Moore and Frerichs with two fouls each. Olsen has one. Heller has one. For Ankeny, as they'll inbound the ball, a non-shooting foul. That is the third team foul on Dowling here in the second half. And we got a whistle and a foul on Dowling. Make it a fourth team foul. 
And we'll see who this is on. Julia Moore. Julia Moore again. All right. That is her third foul. Ankeny, two fouls on Carson Jacks and Shadravan with two. Everybody else that has a foul with one. Now the Hawkeyes working underneath. Lewis is shot no good. The putback up and good. That's the fifth offensive rebound Dowling's given up this, this quarter. And that's Gage with the basket. 48-37. Dowling's lead now 11. Here's Moore down the lane. Leaves it for Moeller. Kicks it back out to Tritton. In the lane. Spins. Shot up and no good. Rebound Ankeny and Jenna Pitts. She's bothered in the backcourt by Julia Moore. Two and a half minutes to go. Dowling by 11. Ankeny has a lot of fouls to give. They have one team foul here in the second half. Dowling with four team fouls. 20 in the shot clock. Here's Ankeny. Down the lane they go. That's Lewis. She kicks it back out to Pitts. Works it back inside to Lewis. Shot blocked by Ellie Muller. And they're going to get her for the foul. Blocked shot. They say she got her with the body. And Ellie with her first foul. That was really good defense there, I'm just going to say. But, you know, Dowling's doing a good job here. Ankeny's trying to get to lane to get some and ones, and Dowling's just shutting down those drives before they can get into a shooting action for the most part. And so it's wasting a lot of time that Ankeny needs to try to make this comeback here. Ankeny one for th- or two for three here in the fourth quarter at the free throw line. First free throw no good. Second free throw no good. Rebound Dowling and Ellie Muller. Pressure in the backcourt by Ankeny. Dowling breaks it. Here's Moore in the front court with two minutes to play. And Dowling by 11. Coach Meyer started to call timeout there and then pulled it back off. Oh, she saw Zedeker <laughs> had the ball. Her shot in the, in the lane no good. Moore with the offensive rebound. Corner three up and no good. Fight for the rebound. And this may be off of Ankeny. It is Savannah Gage knocked it out of bounds. Dowling can go ahead and, and hold on to the ball and move it around a little bit more to get the shot they want. I mean, Ankeny needs to foul here in this situation, so they need to protect the ball and get to the line eventually. And we have a timeout on the floor. We will keep it here with two and a half minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. 48-37, Dowling by 11. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinat tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank Brady Grimm. He is our studio producer. Our thanks to Mercy One the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Dental Associates, our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio's coverage of Dowling Catholic Girls and Boys Basketball. Our next broadcast will be this Friday night. Dowling will be home against Southeast Polk and a girl-boy doubleheader. We'll be at the Dowling Gym pregame at 6 o'clock. The girls' game features number 8 Southeast Polk and number 4 Dowling Catholic, the boys' game to follow. For the Ankeny Hawks, they will travel Friday night to Waukee Northwest for a girl-boy doubleheader as... The CIML plays on Tuesday and Friday nights. And, Scott, give us your perspective here with the final two and a half minutes left to go in the fourth quarter and Dowling nursing an 11-point lead. Right. Now, Dowling, understanding time and situation, uh, two minutes left, up 11. You don't necessarily have to score. They have to attack you. You need to be strong to the ball, uh, protect the ball, move the ball, get an advantage to get a layup. That's the shot you should be looking for or drawing fouls here. Dowling windbound the ball, brand-new shot clock. Minute, actually, minute 45 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 
Ankeny stays man-to-man. -man. Again, Ankeny with just one team foul. They get it underneath the Moeller layup. Good. Nice pass by Lauren Frerichs to the freshman, Ellie Moeller, for her seventh point. And that's, what, that's exactly what they need there. They need to draw and, and get layups out of this. It should be a layup drill late in the game here. Here's Pitts with it down the lane. Her shot partially blocked by Zedeker. Offensive rebound and putback is up and good by Zoe Shadravan, and that is her first two points of the night. 50-39 Dowling. Runs across the timeline. They're going to double-team the, the pass if they can, and now a foul on Carson Jacks by the Hawkettes. That's her third. Second team foul. The out-of-bounds Dowling at half court. Again, just keep coming to the ball. Receive it in strong position. The only way they can come back is if you help them in this point. Ankeny Centennial in the other game here in Ankeny tonight, leading Waukee 38-25. And now Dowling with the basket Moeller. there. Moeller. Ellie Moeller gets it inside and scores her ninth point. And nice. that was just a function of an overplay. Uh, Ellie was underneath all by herself, and nice pass to lead her right to the layup. 52-39 Dowling. Runs by 13, 45 seconds ago, pass underneath, and now Gage's shot is blocked, but Ankeny gets the offensive rebound. They kick it out to Jax for three, and it's good. And now a timeout, Hawkettes, and this will be a full timeout with 41 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Dowling's lead is 10, 52-42 over Ankeny, back in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Cresta in the afternoon. With me right now is George Weigel. Ratzinger had the mind of 12 professors and the simple piety of a child making their first Holy Communion. That's a very powerful combination. And the two obviously influenced each other. At the center of that was this profound sense that it is the person of Jesus Christ. And through meeting him, we come to the church. Cresta in the afternoon, weekdays on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. We're back here at the Ankeny Gym. Mark Camadillo alongside Scott Babinat. Final 40 seconds of the fourth quarter. Dowling with the basketball, and the Hawkeyes force a turnover. The ball went out of bounds, and officials say Ankeny basketball. And they will throw it in with 38 seconds to go. Dowling by 10. Hawks, Hawkeyes have been very aggressive here, and they can be. They've got some fouls to give. Underneath Shadravan, her shot... Knocked out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. Good move that time by the Maroons. They forced the turnover, leading by 10, and now they have a press break here, Scott. Yeah, I think Moeller blocked that right off the player. Now foul in the backcourt on Pitts. That'll be her first. Now, now with this, this aspect of the game, Dowling can throw over the top and get it into the, the front court for an easy layup if they want. They don't have to do anything silly. They just pass fake, and someone will open up. They'll be strong to the ball. Dowling won the first meeting back at December, 51-48 at the Dowling Gym. Uh, Last-second basket by L.A. Moeller and a free throw. Put that game on ice. And now whistle in the backcourt on the Hawks. That'll be on Savannah Gage. That'll be her first foul. 
14 foul on Ankeny, so they have a few more fouls to give. Now they lob it inside down court to Moeller. She won't shoot it, nor should she. She kicks no. it out to Tritton with 20 seconds to play. As the shot clock is turned off with 19.8 seconds remaining and a whistle and a foul on Ankeny. And for, they, they'll get uh, Williams for the foul. That's Jayla Williams, Scott. Sorry, Mark. Uh, one thing Ellie Moeller does as a freshman is really good. She gets good body position and gives an opportunity for an uh, open pass. She's great pressure release for the Maroons. And uh, that's such a positive, such a young young age, uh, handling that pressure, uh, giving the guards a break there. Carson Jacks picks up the foul. That's her fourth. Notice that they're face guarding Ava Zedeker. They are. So she's not going to touch it, but uh, the Maroons will inbound it as Julia Moore throws it in, gets it to Muller with 15 seconds to play. And now a reach-in foul immediately by Ankeny. And that will be a foul on Jayla Williams. That will be her third. And free throws coming for Ellie Moore. One and one. That's a 17 foul on Ankeny. Five on Dowling. And Ellie to the line where she's one for two tonight and has nine points. Chance to go into double figures. Free throw up and good. Ellie Moore with ten points off the bench for the 6'1 freshman who leads the team in rebounds and block shots for the Maroons. She also leads the team in field goal percentage, shooting over 55%. I wasn't even at 55% the free throw line, if I remember right. <laughs> Second free throw good by Moeller. She's got 11. And it's 54-42, Dowling by 12 as Pitts goes across the timeline, guarded by Moore. Leaves it inside for Jayla Williams. Her shot from the right side, no good. Rebound Moore, and that'll do it. Ankeny will not uh, defend, and it'll be a 54-42 win for Dowling Catholic. Outstanding defense by the Maroons. They come in holding their opponents to an average of 46 points, and they hold Ankeny tonight to just 42 points as the Maroons outscore Ankeny 13-11 to in the fourth quarter to win it 54-42 in game one of our girl-boy doubleheader. And uh, Scott Babinett, you mentioned some of the, the keys. I thought one of them is for Dowling. They have really stepped up their defense uh, throughout the year. And uh, especially after Christmas, where they were like uh, third to last in the state in Class 5A in defense. And then uh, they have just stepped it up a notch in all their wins. That's win number nine in a row for the Dowling girls as they defeat 15th-ranked Ankeny, 54-42 the final. Yeah, and I just say to that, I mean, early on it didn't look as good, but you have to consider also the schedule that they played overall compared to a lot of teams in, in 5A. Dowling has to have one of the toughest strengths of schedules in the state. And so they haven't ducked any. They go up to Minnesota and play a couple tough games up there. And, and your defense will suffer a little bit because those games are 18-minute halves as opposed to 16. So you're giving up a little bit more. But, again, that competition and, and the choice by Coach Meyer to go up and play tougher teams and the CIML also boosts your strength of schedule. So they haven't necessarily blown out a lot of teams, but the toughness of this team overall shows. And so that's where sometimes statistics can lie a little bit to you because what you're doing as a team uh, to build your strength there uh, is uh, sometimes it doesn't show in the stats, but now you're seeing their on-ball defense is so much better than the first time these two teams played. And uh, they, they made it difficult for everybody tonight uh, getting into the lane. So uh, the only thing, the only real trouble you'd see if you were the Maroons coaches tonight is how many offensive rebounds that Ankeny got tonight. All right, well, 
take a one-minute break and come back, and we will recap scoring and our statistics in game one of our girl-boy doubleheader. Again, the final in game one in our girls' contest. It was uh, fourth-ranked Dowling improving its record to 12-4 and four as the fourth-ranked Maroons defeat number 15, Ankeny, 54-42. The Ankeny Hawks record falls to 8-9 and nine overall. And again, they're ranked 15th in Class 5A. Brand-new rankings will come out on Thursday from the girls' union. Along with Scott Babinat, Mark Amadell will take a one-minute break and come back and recap our scoring in our post-game show following the Dowling-Ankeny game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mondays at 9 a.m., Man Up with Joe Stopulis on Iowa Catholic Radio, iowacatholicradio.com, and on demand on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, I'm Lana Fogue, member of St. Anthony Catholic Parish in Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. We're back here at the Ankeny Gym alongside Scott Babinett, Mark Imadale. Almost said it twice. Dowling Gym, because we've been on at home for five straight games. Now we're on the road for tonight. Kind of hard to get in the rhythm, but Dowling girls pick up a win tonight in game one of our doubleheader. 54-42 the final. So Dowling makes it the regular season sweep as uh, the Maroons won 51-48 at Dowling back in December. And tonight the winner here by 12 points. And Scott Babinett, you got to look at the scoring for our ball game. Yeah, Dowling 10, 20 for 44 from the field tonight, 10 for 20 from the three-point line, which was huge for them. Four for six from the free-throw line, 23 rebounds total, 10 turnovers, which is, again, that's that's a good number for them. Uh, for Ankeny for the game, 16 for 43 from the field, three for five from three-point range, seven for 10 from the line, 30 rebounds total, and 16 turnovers. So, that's a, definitely a net gain. It's a turnaround of 11 uh, turnovers uh, advantage towards Dowling. They had six more in the first one. They have uh, 12, actually, 12 turnarounds. Uh, Dowling had six less tonight. So that's a great turnaround from game one there. That certainly is. And uh, that all the, the stats that you have? That is. That you want to announce? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, like I say, that last quarter, the reason Ankeny scored at all was they had seven uh, offensive rebounds, and uh, then Dowling had three turnovers late. But, again, ten turnovers for the game is, is a, just a, uh, a great job by the Maroons. And, and, you know, I thought maybe Ankeny would jump in to try to pressure up a little bit sooner to try to get some steals and get Dowling to have to hit some free throws late. But it didn't materialize that way. But again, the Maroons still did a good job of, of controlling the, the tempo and then knocking down wide open threes tonight. All right, let's take a look at scoring for Dowling Catholic in their win tonight, 54-42 over Ankeny as the boys' teams are warming up. Dowling was led by Ava Zedeker, 17 points. 
And she was followed by Ellie Muller, the 6'1 freshman off the bench for Dowling with 11 points. She went three for four at the free throw line. Ten points for Julia Moore. Rounding out scoring for Dowling. Layla Tritton with a pair of three-pointers for six points. Lauren Frerichs a pair of three-pointers for six points. Ellie Olson with two points. Marin Heller off the bench with two points as Dowling went four of six at the free throw line. Four. The Ankeny Hawks, they were led by Savannah Gage and Jenna Pitts with nine points each, followed by Carson Jacks with eight points, four points for Jayla Williams and for Jasmine Mosier, two points each for Zoe Shadravan and for Kendra Lewis. The Hawkettes went seven for ten at the free throw line and our score by quarters, Dowling and Ankeny played to a 14-14 tie at the end of the first quarter. In the second quarter, Dowling outscored Ankeny 13-9. The Maroons led by four at halftime, 27-23. Dowling outscored Ankeny 14-8 in the third quarter. The Maroons carried a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter, 41-31. And then Dowling outscoring Ankeny in the fourth quarter, 13-11. Hawkett 7-10 at the free throw line, Dowling 4-6. But other than that, other than that differential, the Maroons... Uh, Took advantage of some pretty good shots when they needed to, and a pretty good defense tonight, holding the Hawkettes to uh, 42 points. Ankeny came in averaging uh, just over 58 and a half points, so pretty good job by the Dowling defense once again, Scott. Right, and, and the coaches will be really happy with that. I, you know, they are also going to be happy that they didn't take for granted and come in with a with a big hit, so to speak, after their big win. They came in uh, business as usual and uh, took care of what they needed to do to keep building their resume to get seated very high for the tournament. All right. Well, Mr. Babinette, thank you very much. We'll be back home on uh, Friday as Dowling will be at home against Southeast Polk, and that'll be a great uh, girls matchup as the uh, Southeast Polk gals ranked number eight and uh, – I believe the uh, starting, uh, the leading scorer and the coach's uh, daughter, Tracy Daly's uh, daughter, will not play. She's had appendicitis, and oh. she is out on the shelf at least until the postseason, for what I've been told. Oh, wow. So uh, That's so a big loss the, for them. Yeah, that's her leading scorer and the coach's daughter. So yeah. we'll see what Coach Daly does, but yeah. uh, just an FYI there. She, she always has a – her team is so hard-nosed and tough defensively. And we saw that how they shut down the offense in the first game in the second half. And, you know, uh, Coach Daly and her staff always do a good job. Like most of these CIML coaches, they're always prepared. They'll have something for Dowling. But that's a big loss, losing Brooklyn for that game. Yeah, Dowling had the lead over at Southeast Polk back in December, and the Rams came out with a 53-50 victory over Dowling. So that'll be one that's probably circled on Dowling's counter. But we will see you Friday night for that game, Scott, around 6 o'clock for a pregame. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Mark. You bet. Thank you, Scott. Scott Babinette, our our broadcast partner for game one. And we're going to introduce a brand-new broadcast partner for game number two the coach stevie sarcone is going to join me for the pregame it's dowling and ankeny the boys game we'll preview that after this one minute break again the final in the girls contest dowling 54 ankeny 42 dowling has now won nine in a row their record now 12 and four ankeny now has lost three has lost four of the last five ball games their record now falls to eight and nine we'll return with the start in the pregame of the boys contest mark hamadale with scott babinette here on iowa catholic radio 
Join the Iowa Catholic Radio family for the celebration of Holy Mass at our Chapel of St. Gabriel the Archangel on the first Friday of every month at 1130 a.m. The chapel is located at our network studios, 1355 50th Street, Suite 500 in West Des Moines. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, Mike Borman here, General Agent with Knights of Columbus Insurance. Thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the Ankeny High School Gymnasium alongside Stevie Sarcone. This is Mark Amadale here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network as we get set for game number two, the Ankeny Hawks and the Dowling Catholic Maroons. And, yes, I'm joined by, well, I know he's listening wherever he's at, and that's Coach Cataldo. But, Stevie Sarcone, welcome to the broadcast. Pleasure to have you on. I know you're going to bring a few more listeners, especially maybe in the eastern part of the United States. But, uh, Stevie, glad to have you, and thanks for sitting in tonight. Thank you for having me. You had a busy night. You got underway around 4.30 here in the uh, sophomore game, and uh, you are the Dowling boys sophomore basketball coach on the boys' side. You also coach a little football at Dowling. Where are you coaching at football? Freshman. Okay, so you're not, you're not with Coach Cat, uh, Cataldo. No, good. I'm at the good. freshman good. level. You're, you're at the good level with uh, Coach Claude. All right, good for you. All right, well, Stevie, welcome. And what do you think about this contest? Dowling and Ankeny, you you saw. Look at look at Coach Wilson. He just wondered what's going on. I keep pulling members of his coaching staff, his football coaching staff, over to radio. They do have a little bit of knowledge, I think, and so do you. You've played both sports, football and basketball, and now you're the head sophomore coach for the first time uh, this year as uh, Coach Zach Nicholson went up to the varsity. So uh, kind of analyze this. What do you think about Dowling Ankeny second time through, Stevie? Uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, both teams are on a couple win streaks. Ankeny's on a three-game win streak, which includes a win over Waukee. Uh, the Dowling boys are playing well, two-game win streak, Friday against Johnson and Saturday against Iowa City West. Both teams shooting the ball really well as of late. Um, Dowling shooting 41% from three last two games, 45% as a team, which is above their average for the season. And the Ankeny Hawks are shooting 42% from the field last couple games and 41% from three. So um, I think it's going to be a really good game. Well, we hope so. And you know how that that always uh, takes effect. Depends on, uh, you know, a confidence factor. Stay away from that guy. I mean... You know, you know, we're in a spot where we get a lot of traffic, so you're going to get, you're going to get asked a lot of things. But I think the Dowling, the team has gained a lot of confidence here, Stevie. Two wins over the weekend over Johnson and Iowa City West. Seen a little bit of confidence. Not a whole lot of ranked teams left in the schedule. I know they're going to Waukee Northwest a week from tonight, but that was a brutal schedule there. We had Ankeny Centennial, Waukee, and Valley, and you win two. You lose two or three. You knock off Centennial, but that was tough. But they bounced back very nicely. And as Coach Phil King said at halftime in his comments, said the team's getting a little bit more confidence, and I think you can see that too. Yep, they're shooting the ball really well. Um, Joey Capola is starting to find his rhythm. Uh, 23 points the last game against Iowa City West. Drew Morrow's playing well. 
you know, everybody's chipping in on both sides of the ball. So well, that has to happen. We're going to talk about your sophomore team. Don't uh, don't forget uh, tonight a little bit. How are you guys doing? I know I just got O'Hare's update. I always get his record and what he's done with the freshmen. But how are you guys doing it this year? You know, it, it's a tough league. Um, mm -hmm. We're playing well. Uh, lost some games that we could have won. Um, but these they're playing hard. Um, we had a couple good wins, exciting wins Friday night against Johnston. Uh, that was a come from behind win. And then an overtime win against Iowa City West on Saturday. So we're starting to gain some confidence, starting to play a lot better. Uh, starting to knock shots down from the outside. So uh, tough loss tonight, um, but we were in the whole game. So hopefully we can bounce back Friday against Southeast School. Yeah, you hope so. You know, you've, you've had a few of these varsity guys. You and uh, Coach Nicholson had uh, some of the now juniors. You had them last year as sophomores, and uh, you probably know a few of these guys, this Kleppy guy and this Metten guy. They're improving. I, I like how they're playing right now. Not how they played in December, but how they're playing now. And there are, they're Dowling's post players. Yeah, for lack of a better term, and they're very undersized because you look over at maybe a, a Valley or a Waukee or a Waukee Northwest. Riddick Metten and Ryan Cleffy would be an off guard for both those clubs. Right, uh, they're both really active on both ends of the floor. Uh, they kind of Cleffy kind of does the dirty work. You know, I think he I think he might be leading the team in rebounds. Um, but they're both doing a really good job. They're both starting to find some rhythm. Riddick is really active inside, can play inside out starting to find this jump shot a little bit so um, I expect them to do some good things tonight. Alright, we're going to take a one minute break come back with starting lineups. It's Dowling and Ankeny, the boys contest coming up early tonight. The Dowling girls, a winner in game one of our girl boy doubleheader. Dowling 54, Ankeny 42. Maroons now won one nine in a row in girls play. We'll come back with starting lineups of the boys game here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio with another testimonial, this time from Whitney, who says, When I started listening to Iowa Catholic Radio, I started hearing about all of the different resources. It was amazing, and it opened up the state and the community. For Whitney and so many others, Iowa Catholic Radio is truly a lifeline. Our on-air fundraiser starts February 27th, but you don't have to wait to give. Donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you. And we're back here at the Ankeny Gym. Mark Hamadil alongside Stevie Sarcone in game number two of our Girl Boy Doubleheader. It's Dowling and Ankeny. Let's take a look at the starting lineups tonight. First of all, for the uh, Dowling Catholic Maroons, they come in with a record of 6-7 and seven, as the Maroons have now won three of their last five games, beating Johnston on Friday night, 57-54, and Iowa City West on Saturday afternoon, 61-54. And the Maroons come in. The record six and seven. Their head coach is Clay Thiel King in his second year. 15 wins, 22 losses, assisted by Jimmy Nahas and Zach Nicholson and Kevin O'Hare. And the Maroons will start this lineup tonight at one guard, Davis Sheck, 5'11 senior. He averages nine and a half points, leads the team with 20 steals, and he'll wear number three. The other guard is Joey Coppola, 5'11 junior, averaging nine and a half points. He'll wear number four. And the third guard for Dowling is Drew Morrow, 6'1", senior, averaging 12 points. 
and leads the team with 24 made threes. He'll wear number five. At one forward, Ryan Kleppe, a 6'3 junior, averaging five points, four and a half rebounds. Kleppe will wear number 12. And the other forward is Riddick Metten, 6'4 junior, averaging six points, leads the team with four and a half rebounds, two assists, and 11 block shots. Metten will wear number 21. Off the bench for Dowling, we'll see Dante Cataldo, Jack Odie, Colin Clark, and Andrew Nianji. Maroons come in, averaging 51.5 points on offense, give up 59 points on defense, and they bring a 6-7 and seven record into the contest. They have won three of their last five ball games. Now for the Ankeny Hawks, head coach is Brant Carlson in his seventh year, 88 wins, 65 losses, led the team to the 2020 state championship game and a state championship, beating Waukee 78-70 back then, assisted by Nate Toby and Chris Danner. And the Hawks will start this lineup at one guard, Maddox Ward, a 5'9 senior, averaging seven points, leads the team with three and a half assists. He'll wear number three. The other guard is Jamison Patton, the transfer from Des Moines Roosevelt, a 6'2 senior, averaging seven and a half points. He'll wear number five. The third guard is Carson Johnson. He wears number 11. 5'10 junior, leading scorer with averaging 14 and a half points, leads a team with 21 steals. And the fourth guard is Jason Williams, a six foot senior, transfer from Cedar Rapids Kennedy, averaging two and a half points, and Williams award number 15. And at forward will be Leo Aguirre, a 6'3 junior, averaging 14 points, six and a half rebounds, which leads a team. And here we're at number 21. Off the bench, Drew Trimble, Cash Golan. Cash Schoolin rather than Devin Akers for the Hawks, who come in averaging just under 54 points on offense and give up just under 60 points on defense. So, Stevie Sarcone, that is what we call the tail of the tape. What are your, some of your thoughts before we tip off? Well, I think the Maroons need to re- do a really good job of getting a hand in Carson Johnson's face. Uh, last three games, he's 11 of 19 from three, uh, averaging 20 points a game. So, He's kind of got found a rhythm shooting, so I think it's important to run him off the three-point line, uh, make him drive to the basket. Got to get Leo Aguiar off the boards, averaging almost six and a half a game. He's had a couple double-doubles the last couple games, so um, those are two important keys to the game tonight. Yeah, Geary has uh, played really well, and he can light things up, as we know, as uh, we are broadcasting from the baseline right next to the Dowling bench on the north end of the gym. So Ankeny is coming towards us. They're going right to left here. Dowling in their road, maroon uniforms with uh, gray numbers and black trim. And underneath, a shot up, and they're going to wipe it out. The shot is good by Aguirre. They're going to wipe it out, traveling by Aguirre. It'll be Dowling basketball here, Stevie. Nice job by the Maroons as Joey Coppola will dribble in the front court. No score. Coming off that girls game. And Dowling with the basketball. Riddick Metten. Ryan Kleppe, they work on inside. The Kleppe and a shot off the glass. Good. Ryan Kleppe. And the Maroons have done a nice job sharing the basketball. Kleppe with the first basket there, Stevie. Really nice play. Got it inside, and they work inside. Now here's a Geary strong move. Spins in the lane. And now a charging foul called on Ankeny. They're going to get a Geary for the charge. And <laughs> I think that was Ryan Kleppe. That Kleppe took the, that. took the charge. And... Uh, slow getting up but he got up you've been through that taking the charge you coach o'connor used to make you guys take charges and that's that's don't feel good they don't you don't need a helmet do you i mean come no. on that's a different sport two to nothing dowling and here's metton with it riddick gets it inside to Kleppy. a nice move underneath his shot off the glass good nice job by the guy you saw a lot last year Kleppy. and this is only what his 
14th varsity game. It gets a shot off a glass good. Cluffy with four points. Dowling out to a 4-0 lead over the Hawks. And now a three-pointer right wing good by Carson Johnson. That's the guy you were talking about. And he hits the three in the corner. Got to get a hand in his face. He's been shooting the ball really well the last couple games. Some, some guys just have their days against certain teams. Aguirre had 20 against Dowling in the first meeting. And you mentioned uh, Carson Johnson. He had 18. Now Kleppy for three, and it's good. And oh, my goodness. Right wing Ryan Kleppy with his seventh point. He has all seven of Dowling points. Oh, my goodness. Hawks with the basketball. Trailing by four. Now a long three, and that's Carson Johnson again. Good. Wow. Johnson with five points. And somebody's got to go out and guard him beyond that, that, that half circle out there called the three-point arc. they got to go put a hand up. He is getting loose. Now Kleppy underneath. He goes right around Geary. His shot no good. And a rebound and a loose ball foul on going to get uh, Metten for the foul off the offensive boards. But Kleppy had another shot, but he couldn't get it to fall. Foul on Dowling, and this will be on Riddick Metten, uh, Stevie. It's his first personal. Got to know where number 11 is, Frankie. Well, right now Coppola has him. We'll see. Now Joey fights through. Good help by Kleppy. And now the ball goes out of bounds, and Heppy with the good help, and it goes out of bounds off of Aguirre. So there'll be a turnover against the Hawks. 7-6 Dowling earlier this year. Ankeny defeated Dowling 74-65 at the Dowling Gym last month. And last year here, the only time the two teams met, Ankeny defeated Dowling 77-66. So the Hawks have run four in a row in this series over Dowling. The series is tied at 13. Kleppy underneath against Aguirre. He shot up no good. Didn't use the glass, and he paid for it there. Rebound out to Carson Johnson, and here come the Hawks in transition. Here's Schoolin with it. Cash Schoolin, who checks in. Wearing number 25, the 6'3 junior. To Carson Johnson down the lane, layup good. Carson Johnson. It's a Carson Johnson and Ryan Kleppy show. Johnson with seven points, 8-7. Ankeny with its first lead. Dowling with the ball. Both teams man-to-man. Here is Coppola in the lane. Jump shot in the circle. His shot up no good. Right on the left block. Couldn't get it to fall. Rebound Ankeny and Maddox Ward. Ward has the ball stolen away by Morrow. Into the hands of Sheck. Down court to Kleppi. His layup up no good. And tipped out of bounds. And they're going to give it to Dowling. As Sheck was in there for the offensive board. And Looks like we got an Ankeny player slow to get up. Well, that's uh, Carson Johnson. And he does have a definitive limp. He'll be replaced, I'm guessing, by Drew Trimble. Yeah, Johnson going down the trainer's area at the far end. And he's going right to the locker room. That is not a good 420 to go, and Johnson goes out. Drew Trimble checks in. He's got he had six points in the start last time against Dowling. Here's Cluffy down the lane, and the layup no good. The lefty missed it. Tried a little reverse layup. He couldn't get it to fall rebound. Ankeny, here's Aguirre with it. Gets it to Schoolin. And the Hawks will reset. Four minutes left to go in the first quarter. 8-7 Ankeny. On the baseline is Jamison Patton. Reverse layup, no good. Rebound Dowling and Drew Morrow. Morrow takes it in the front court. Gets it over in the corner for Sheck for three. It's off the back iron, no good. And out of bounds. I think it hit the. Uh, I think it hit the shot clock. Yeah. 
first time Maroons have seen Jameson Patton this year. He didn't play in the first game. Yeah, two guys didn't. Uh, Jameson Patton, as you mentioned, the transfer from Roosevelt. He had his appendix taken out. He was out pretty much on the shelf the whole month of December and part of uh, January. And then Jason Williams broke his hand from football season, and he just got cleared here a few weeks ago. Anthony with the ball, and the shot is blocked. That is Maddox Ward in the shot another block, block, and then another block. Schoolin had it, and it was blocked again. The other way we go is Drew Marl in the lane. He has the ball knocked out of bounds. It went off Drew as he tried to go through traffic, and a great job that time by Schoolin of Ankeny to cause that. So, lit on the basket. We've been at 8-7 for a while. Mark Amadale, Stevie Sarcone sitting in tonight. We are courtside right next to the Dowling bench. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio, we'll go through uh, the rest of the league tonight, CIML and the Iowa Alliance Conference here when we get a break. Three minutes to go in the first quarter. And it's Ankeny by one in the basketball. 15 on the shot clock. Maddox Ward with it. Over to Schoolin. Over the corner. A three-pointer up. No good by Drew Trimble. And it hits the uh, shot clock again. And that's a dead ball out of bounds to Dowling. Maroon's doing a good job defensively so far. Steve, you got to ask you, how do you like coaching with the shot clock this year? It made a difference. Do you even notice it? It's a bit of an adjustment, but I don't think it comes into play very much. Maybe a couple times a game. All right, Dowling with the ball. Sheck the pass over on the left side to Drew Morrow. Guarded by Schoolin. Now back to Kleppe. Gets it to Coppola. Back to Kleppe. Kleppe wants to dribble baseline as the ball slapped out of his hands. Into Morrow's hands. 11 on the shot clock. Drew in the, in the paint. And behind the back dribble to Sheck down the lane. Reverse layup. Good. Davis Sheck. All five foot eleven. Little reverse layup and it's good. And it's nine to eight. Dowling with a two-point lead. So somebody other than Kleppy scoring for Dowling there. Now underneath. And they get it inside the big guy. And he shoots and scores. That's Devin Akers off the bench for Ankeny. He got the start the first game. Comes off the bench tonight. He's got his first two points. Ankeny with a one-point lead. Two minutes to play. Good pass there by Maddox Ward. Oh, here's Kleppy for three. Top of the key. Good. Feeling it tonight. My goodness. Ryan Kleppy, a pair of threes and a pair of two-pointers. He's got ten points in the first quarter. A la Drew Morrow, Friday night against Johnston. 10-9 is our score. Well, we got a whistle and a foul on Dowling. Those are officials. We want to get them into our contest. Chad Shellmeyer, Jeff Osborne, and Dante Terry with the foul. Fouls on Dowling and Drew Morrow. Go ahead, Stevie. Cleppy averaging only five points a game this year, so it's good to see him already double that in the first quarter. Gaining confidence. Gaining confidence. Again, this is, what, their 14th varsity game? Yep. He was with you. Him and Metten were with you and uh, Coach Nicholson a year ago. So They were good players last year. And we, so it's uh, nice to see them starting to gain some confidence, starting to shoot the ball well. And they're, I think, playing a little bit out of position defensively because they're undersized and they're playing the post. Now here's a steal by Kleppe. He's going to go all the way down and lay it in with the left hand as he stole the ball away from Aguirre. Wow. 12 points for Kleppe in the first half. I think he learned all that stuff at the sophomore level. I don't think uh, Nahas and uh, Nicholson taught him that this year. And, oh, here's the big guy. This is what Dowling has problems with. And they put Akers in there, and he shoots and scores. Four points for the 6'6 junior Frank, and he off the bench. 14 to 12, Dowling by two. Minute to play here in the first quarter. He's working their little dribble, dr 
weave and now a three pointer no good by Sheck. Rebound Ankeny and Jason Williams. He dribbles down court. Gets it out to Aguirre. Leo almost lost it, guarded by Kleppe. Dowling stays man. They've been in it most of the game. And a pull-up jumper by Maddox Ward. Up, no good. Rebound Dowling and Jack Odie in the lineup. 30 seconds of play. Shot clock off. The Maroons will have the last shot with Jack Odie in there on that last dead ball here, Stevie. See what kind of special they got cooked up here with uh, Coach Clay here. Kleppe with the ball. I would say Kleppe might have the last shot. Or Drew Mark. That's who I would go to. He's got the hot hand right now. Certainly does. 14 to 12. Dowling by two. Seven seconds left. Here's Sheck with it. Leaves it for Odie. At the left elbow. Pull up jumper. Good! Jack Odie from the left elbow. Shoots and scores. And Dowling with a five-point lead. 17 to 12 over Ankeny. We'll take a break and come back. From the Ankeny gym alongside Stevie... Stevie Sarcone, Mark Hamadale, our score at the end of the first quarter, 17-12. to 12, Dowling leads Ankeny on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Randy Keel, you say that we desire change, but desire isn't enough. Change is not easy. Change even stirs some level of anxiety inside of us. Part of our mind that has our defense mechanisms, it will talk us out of change. If we make the plan for our personal interior change after the decision, we will find the plan is able to be accomplished far more than if we make the plan first before the decision. The Catholic Morning Show, weekdays at 7, only on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. And we're back here at the Ankeny Gym. Start of the second quarter. Dowling leading 17-12 to 12 in game one of our girl-boy doubleheader. The fourth-ranked Dowling girls won their ninth in a row. 54-42 win over Ankeny. And the Dowling boys lead here 17-12. to 12. Mark Amadale, Stevie Sarcone, and Dowling with the ball to start the second quarter. They work underneath the Kleppe. Can't handle it. Now battling Akers underneath. Back tomorrow. Ten on the shot clock. Coppola for three. Good! Joey Coppola left wing after the ball got entered into the post. It was kicked out. And a good job in and out reversing the ball there, Stevie. Good inside-out play there. Uh, Meton finding Joey Coppola as the shot clock's winding down and knocks down the shot. Joey Coppola's first three. And now Geary down the lane. His shot partially blocked by Morrow. Rebound Dowling. As Dante Cataldo in for the first time tonight to start the second quarter. 20-12, Dowling by 8. This is the Maroons' largest lead. Now corner 3, up and good, and that's Drew Morrow from the right baseline. Timeout, Ankeny, and it's Dowling. And I'll tell you what, there was a stretch there. The Maroons couldn't couldn't throw the ball in the, in the ocean if they tried tonight. And over the weekend, that hot shooting is carried over. Dowling 23-12 to 12 over the Hawks. Just as we talked about pregame, Maroons starting to find some confidence offensively shooting the basketball. Uh, and that's shown the last couple games, and they're showing that again tonight uh, as they start off, get off to a good start tonight. Oh, they're sharing the basketball, and they're you know, playing with confidence. Again, for some of these guys we talked about, this is their 14th varsity game, especially a couple of those juniors who were sophomores last year for you and Coach Nicholson. 
I want to mention our supporters tonight. They include Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's Formal Wear, Mark Amadale. Stevie Sarcone sitting in for uh, Coach Jimmy Cataldo, who is doing some business work. And I understand we might have some people in Florida listening who are a little bit on a winter vacation. My brother comes back from Cancun. He may be listening in Cancun. And folks in Texas and uh, Arizona, yeah, it's winter here. 25 degrees, gloomy skies, uh, not much snow, but... Uh, Enough to keep the ice cream business going, right? Yeah, it's not getting any warmer, though, as we look towards next week. <laughs> We're indoors, and it's warm here at the Ankeny Gym. Not a bad crowd for a Tuesday night. Dowling Boys leading by 11, their largest lead of the night. The Hawks have had the lead by one after Dowling got out to a 7-0 lead. Ankeny had the next eight points, and that was it. Dowling's been on a run, and now a turnover by the Hawks after they inbound the ball following the timeout here, Stevie. Everything going right. And different lineups for uh, Coach Steel King. You know, you can interchange that bench that goes deep. Whether it's like you're done. he's in a bit of a zone. Corner three, it's no good by uh, Drew Marl. Rebound Ankeny and Jamison Patton. Here's Aguirre with it. Leaves it for Shulin. And now a whistle and a blocking foul on Dowling. And I think we're going to get Dante Cataldo for his first foul. That'll be the 14th foul on Dowling. Ankeny just seems kind of all out of, all out, of, out of sorts right now offensively. Turning over the ball, can't seem to get anything going. Third team foul on the Maroons, one on Southeast Polk, or rather on Ankeny. Dowling's next opponent is Southeast Polk, so I look at the sheet here, and now the Hawks run it inside, and that's a nice move by Jamison Patton with his first basket. Average of seven and a half points, coming back from uh, appendicitis. Shelved for... About uh, six weeks to start the season. Now Dowling with the ball. Three-pointer up. Good. That's Dante Cataldo right in front of the Ankeny bench. And he's got his first three, fifth three of the year. And the Maroons out to a 26-14 lead, a 12-point lead, their largest of the night. Here come the Hawks. Now they attack the glass. Layup off the glass is good by Cart Schoolin. Ankeny looks like they're in a bit of a zone here. Cash Schoolin with the basket. Now here is Drew Morrow with it, dribbles in the lane, leaves it for Sheck on the baseline. That ball is swatted out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball with 24 on the shot clock. 5.42 left to go here in the second quarter. Dowling 26, Ankeny 16. That ball was knocked out of bounds into the lunchroom. <laughs> Devin Akers coming over, knocking that one out of play. Akers plays, had played well against Dowling. He started the last game when two teams met, now coming off the bench tonight. And, I think Coach Carlson, knowing what I know of Coach, he may leave. He may get a lot of playing time tonight. That is a matchup problem for Dowling. Runes playing catch in the perimeter. Here's Metten with it. Over to Marl. Drew with it. Left wing. Guarded by Pat. Goes into the lane. Takes a Euro step. His shot up. No good. Rebound Schoolin and a whistle and a foul on Dowling. And I think they're going to get uh, Metten for the foul. We'll see. And they do. Riddick Metten with his second foul. So he becomes the first Dowling player in foul trouble. Maroons a substitution. Kleppe returns to the lineup, as does Jack Odie, who hit that three right before the end of the first quarter. And the, the Hawks dribbling the ball in the front court. Aguirre with it. Gets to Patton. 26-16, Dowling by 10. And now... Ankeny turnover. It is. Akers tried to give it to uh, Patton, and... Those two weren't on the same page. He threw it away. So Dowling will inbound the ball with Kleppe. Kleppe, Capola, Odie, Drew Morrow, and Dante Cataldo. Ankeny stays man-to-man. Wins are running their flex cuts. 
Here is Coppola, pull-up jumper in and out, and back in. He gets the Stevie Sarcone roll. How about that? Shoots and scores. Joey's found a good rhythm the last couple games. He's got five points after being on the shelf in the month of December with that back injury. Ankeny with the ball, schooling with it. They reverse it. Dowling stays man-to-man, and they got to keep an eye on Akers underneath. Now a three-pointer up and in and out, no good. Rebound Ankeny, and strong move by <laughs> Patton. Jamison got the offensive board, and he drew the foul. And this will be, I believe, on Drew Morrow, his second. So Morrow and Metten with two fouls each. Dowling with a 13-point lead, but two players with foul trouble. Five team fouls on Dowling. One on Ankeny here in the first half. Patton's first free throw, no good. Jamison a year ago was playing for Roosevelt before making a move to Ankeny to play with uh, J.J. Cole and company. Cole was on this Ankeny team last year, but graduated early to go to Iowa State and play football. David Sheck back into the ballgame for the Maroons. Cook still key, keeping the rotation going. Second free throw, no good by Patton. Rebound Dowling and Kleppe. Outlet pass goes to Coppola. Cataldo remains in the ball game. So does Odie. Hawks in the zone. And Sheck, first time we've seen the zone by Ankeny. Dowling has yet to show their zone thus far. 29-16 Maroons. Dowling trying to make it a doubleheader sweep here at Ankeny. Hard to do. Now corner three, up and in and out, no good by Dante Cataldo from the right baseline. Rebound Ankeny. Hawks get down court. This is Schoolin underneath, and his shot up and good. Cash Schoolin shoots and scores. 29-18, Dowling by 11. Pressure in the backcourt. Dowling with the ball. Now here is Sheck taking it to the basket. He's not afraid of the height. And Davis Sheck with his fourth point there, Stevie. Nice move. Maroons break the prep, broke that press pretty easy. Got an easy bucket. Davis, good recognition. Had somebody one-on-one and not afraid to take it to the basket. Now underneath, a shot up and good by Leo Aguirre. Drew the foul. The basket, I guess, will count. And a foul on Dowling. Yep, says Chad Schellmeyer. I think they got Joey Coppola there. And if they did, that's his first foul, and they did. Coppola Just slid over a little too late there, Mark. So Aguirre to the free throw line. 31-20, Dowling by 11. Earlier tonight, Dowling girls a winner, 54-42, as they won their ninth in a row as fourth-ranked Dowling defeated number 15, Ankeny, as the free throw is good by Ankeny. Pressure in the backcourt again by the Hawks. 31-21, Dowling by 10. Maroons break the pressure. They get it to Kleppe. Underneath, and oh, what a move, a little hesitation, and he blasts it through the lane and shoots and scores. What a first half for Ryan Kleppe. <laughs> 14 points by for Coppola. Kleppe. Now all the way down, layup good by Coppola. Dowling kind of, that's all scouting report when you start seeing stuff like that. Coppola with his seventh point. 35-21, Dowling by 14. This is their largest lead of the night, 245 remaining here in the first half. This will be a 30-second timeout, which means we'll keep it here and recognize a couple of our sponsors. Here in Iowa Catholic Radio, they include Dental Associates, Construction Professionals, and Ashworth Vision Clinic. Mark Hamadale alongside Stevie Sarcone. Thanks for sitting in, Coach. Sophomore game today, doing a little double duty. And uh, I'll tell you what, this, this Dowling team is on fire 
carryover from Friday night and Saturday afternoon. Two wins for the Maroons over tonight, at least in the first half. Got to be pleased with how they're playing. I know Coach Steele and the, the group have to be here in the first half. I think it's starting down at the defensive end. They've forced some turnovers. Uh, they've gotten Ankeny and, you know, caused some problems down low with Ankeny. Uh, they're getting out in transition, getting fast break buckets, and then they're shooting the ball off. So, um, they're doing a really good job at the defensive end. I think it's translating down the offensive end. Dowling played Ankeny at the Dowling gym back in December. Lost by nine, but it was a double-digit lead for Ankeny most of the game. Game in which Dowling didn't match up. Quite a difference tonight, and I think you're right. It's on the defensive end. Maroon's still staying in their man-to-man here. Stevie has run away after the timeout. 2.35 to go. They, ball, they work the ball inside to Williams. Jason keeps from going out of bounds, saves it to Trimble. They get it back to Williams. Ten on the shot clock. Ankeny with the ball. Underneath the gear. He shot off the glass. In and out, no good. Ball tipped out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. Say what a Geary is strong inside. Leo, 6'3", and a junior. Hawks basically have a, an all-guard offense until they bring in uh, Akers. But uh, a Geary is a strong strong presence out there, and he's taken over inside the lane at times. Doing a really good job, though, of swarming him when he gets the ball inside. 35-21, Dowling. 2-10 remaining. At halftime, we'll catch up with uh, Dowling girls head basketball coach Kristen Meyer following their win tonight. Dowling girls winning nine in a row with the win over Ankeny tonight here at the Ankeny Gym. Ten on the shot clock. Odie has the ball poked away. They're going to get a foul on Ankeny. And that'll be on Leo Aguirre. And that'll be his second. Second team foul on the Hawks. So both Ankeny fouls are on Aguirre. <laughs> Patton just checked back in for Aguirre, so he'll sit the rest of this half. Dowling with uh, Metten and Morrow with two fouls each. Runes with the ball. Here is Odie. Jackson down the lane. Has the ball swiped at by Patton. Can't get off the shot. Now he leaves it for Kleppe. And Ryan goes right around Patton. His shot up. No good. Rebound Ankeny and Cash Schoolin. Hawks with it. Here's Maddox Ward in front of us to Patton. Guarded by Kleppe down the lane. Kicks it out in the corner to Schoolin. Can't get off the shot. Now Ward has it. Top of the key to Jason Williams. Williams now in the corner for three. Up and in and out. No good. Rebound Dowling and Odie. Minute 20 remaining. Dowling by 14 over the Hawks. Runs in transition. Here's Davis Sheck. His shot with the left hand. Up and good. The basketball count. And a foul on Cash Tulin of the Hawks. What a move by Sheck. That's the second time tonight. He gives you that hesitation halfway through the down the lane, and then he just explodes the basket. Strong finish there. You know, Mark, looking down at the Ankeny bench, I don't think we're going to see Carson Johnson the rest of the night for the Hawks. Looks like he's got a bag of ice on that ankle that he tweaked in that first half, in that first quarter. So that's a big loss for the Hawks tonight. Yeah, he went out with 4.20 left to go in the first quarter, and he had seven points. And leaving with an ankle injury. And the free throw is good by Sheck, 38-21. Dowling by 17 here in the first half. Hawks a different team without uh, Carson Johnson. Here's Williams with it. Leaves it for schooling. Down the lane he goes. It's shot up, and it's no good. Whistling a foul on Dowling. And they're going to get uh, Sheck for the foul, and they do his first. Team foul number seven. This will be a two-shot foul, but that's a 17 foul on Dowling, so the Hawks will be shooting bonus the rest of the way. Dowling, or rather Ankeny's only committed three team fouls as a free throw is no good. 
by Schoolin. He has four points tonight. Comes in averaging just over five. He had 15 in the first meet. Second free throw, no good. Rebound Dowling. Capola gets it. Hawks are one for four at the free throw line. Dowling with a 17-point lead. 20 on the shot clock, 30 on the game clock. So a 10-second differential. And Capola with it. To Sheck, 15 on the shot clock. There's Kleppy with it. Ankeny stays man-to-man. They were in zone, now back to man. Dowling's been all man here in the first half for the most part. And now underneath Capola, his shot up no good, draws the foul. And free throws coming for Joey Capola with 14 seconds remaining here in the first half. Dowling by 17. And free throws coming as the foul will be on Cash Shulin. That'll be his second. Rune's doing a good job of getting the ball to the hoop here. Attacking the glass. Now free throws coming for Joey Capola. First one up and good. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by the Catholic Tuition Organization. Mercy One and Skeffington's former wear. Davis Sheck checks out of the lineup. Catawba checks in. Second free throw good by Capola. Nine points for Capola here in the first half. 40 to 21. Dowling by 19. And now a steal by the Maroons as Odie with the steal. And now a half-court shot at the horn is no good by Drew Trimble, who just checked in. And we go to halftime with Dowling leading Ankeny 40-21 to 21 here at the Ankeny Gym. And I am just not only pleasantly surprised, but you got to feel that Dowling's going to the locker room, accomplishing what they wanted to do, get after Ankeny on the road. This is their home floor. They're two years re, uh, removed from their state championship, and they are taking it to them. And, yes, the uh, outstanding guard for Ankeny, Carson Johnson, out with an ankle injury, but uh, Dowling taking it to them here in the first half, Stevie. Well, like I said earlier, I think it's starting at the defensive end for the Maroons. They're doing a really good job, you know, making Ankeny take some tough shots. The ball goes inside. They're swarming inside, uh, and, they're, and they're attacking the boards and getting out in transition. And offensively, they're doing a really good job of not settling for jump shots, getting the ball to the hoop, drawing fouls, playing inside out, getting open threes, and knocking them down. All right, we're at halftime. We're going to visit with uh, Kristen Meyer, the Dowling girls basketball coach, and, you know, this gal here, Julia Moore. She plays pretty good defense. She's a better soccer player than you and I are. I can tell you that right now. But We'll go to halftime. We'll total up the numbers here. Dowling 40, Ankeny 21 here at the Ankeny Gym. Mark Hamadale, Stevie Sarcone back with a one-minute break after this one-minute break on Iowa Catholic Radio. Encounter Jesus and local Catholics daily. Tune in to Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of the Daily Mass from St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines, weekday mornings at 1030, or listen anytime with the Iowa Catholic Radio mobile app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, DesMoines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, I'm David Smith from Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. I belong to St. Hugo the Hills Parish. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. 
And we're back here at the Ankeny Gym courtside. Dowling boys leading at halftime 40-21 over the Ankeny Hawks. Earlier tonight it was the Dowling girls a winner 54-42 as they won their ninth in a row. And we're joined by members of the Dowling girls basketball team, the head coach Kristen Meyer and senior guard Julia Moore. And ladies, welcome. Thanks for joining me here at halftime. And congratulations. And Julia, senior season, and you've won nine in a row. That's yes. That's got that's to feel great. Yes, definitely. The emphasis was on defense, right, Coach Meyer, right around Christmas break? And you mentioned, you know, being. It, it always is. <laughs> well, but, but it really became evident around Christmas time. And uh, you look where you're at right now, and it's been defense carrying you. You held Ankeny under their season average. And another, it's a tough win. Never easy to win here. Remember a year ago coming here, you had the, the lead. And yeah, we remember. Thanks, Mark. You, you, you flushed <laughs> that. Do. I know you flushed it. Julia's looking at me like, why are you bringing that up? Yeah, but what? Yeah, things have changed. So well, congratulations. Talk about the game, the first half, and a great start, Coach. Yeah, you know, I thought Ankeny came out and played well. We, we got up, what was it, 7-0, 9-0, and then they came back a little bit. And we knew they're a skilled team. Uh, I thought they defended really well tonight. And the, I thought the officiating let a little bit more contact go, which I'm okay with. Um, but it, it a little bit caused us to not be as fluid on offense. And we were at a few turnovers, few maybe not great decisions. But as we kind of got into the flow, I thought offensively we, we did a better job. Uh, I thought we shot well. Julia hit a couple threes. I think Lauren hit a couple. Um, so we did a really nice job with that. And the, as you mentioned, defensively, we've just – really been working on just locking people down i think we gave a couple more offensive rebounds than we'd like um but especially on the guard play we just defend so well and a lot of that's the the prep work and they they watch film coach danner kind of prepares us defensively and then in a game they're just they're just tough yes they are and they shot the ball well you like to have that julia moore you lead the team come in tonight with 20 steals i think you probably had more than that tonight because it just <laughs> seemed like it you were uh uh, just pesky, you know, defending mm-hmm. their point guard a lot. And Julia, the, you guys have really locked down on defense. You got to be proud of that. I know it's your senior year, and uh, yes. I know there's a lot of there's a high there's a high bar waiting for you guys. But uh, I'm impressed. And you were shooting a couple threes right in front of uh, Coach Babinat and I right here. <laughs> yes. And I said, is that just like you taught her, Coach? You know, and. Uh, uh, to Babinette? Babinette, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course he did. Of but, course. But, Julie, you seem to playing confident, and you always play with uh, Tanisha's defense. And mm-hmm. we always say, don't foul. You had a foul. <laughs> and you did. You had, like, one foul going to the fourth quarter. Then you had two in a row. Two in a row right after. after. But, she, you know, you get five to burn. That's what uh, Audrey Joel and I were like, does she only have one right now? I'm like, what? <laughs> she okay. did. No, fourth records. quarter. Let it roll. But you're playing well. Talk about that a little bit. And the game plan coach talked about it, locking down on defense. Mm-hmm. Well, we knew going into this game we had to have a lot of energy and we couldn't get last game. We couldn't let it get to our head. So we knew we had to come out from the start, and it started with stops on the defensive end, knew, having to know our matchups and help D everything, keeping them in front. Well, you've improved your shooting. You were three threes tonight you know so that mm-hmm. gives you 16 for the year you've also improved your free throw percentage i think last year we're in around the 50 percent now you're near 70 percent mm-hmm. nice who gets the credit for that <laughs> is it your dad troy or is it one um, of the coaches i think a little bit of both having to work on it in my own time <laughs> and in practice well good that's great coach what else about this group you went to the game plan and you, you led by four at halftime after playing to a tie at the end of the first quarter what was the halftime message to these young ladies 
Uh, we just talked a little bit about that we weren't as sharp in the first half as we, we kind of hoped, especially defensively. I thought the first quarter we gave up more points than we would have preferred, which I guess any any points are more than we'd prefer. Um, and then offensively, we didn't need to run a lot of sets. We just needed to, to run our offense. And we were looking to try to get the ball in the corner if they sagged a little bit on the drives and then drive baseline. Um, and then find the post if we can. I thought Ellie Muller did a, a better job in the second half of finishing around the basket and, and getting some rebounds for us. So it's, we're very much offensively take what the defense gives us because they're always going to give you something. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time to figure out exactly what they're giving up. Um, but I thought we adjusted much better in the second half. You know, one thing you withstood for Ankeny was their runs. And, and Julie, you know, you get a lead, and all of a sudden it can wind down because you know the other team's going to regroup and, uh, and bring something at you. guys withstood that, withstood that, and then your offense. You use a lot of that shot clock. Not that you had any shot clock violation. I think you might have had one tonight. But you really yeah. ran that shot clock down when you had the lead. Mm-hmm. Execution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sharing the ball. Mm-hmm. Looking for good shots was important. Moving the ball, and then we would get the look we wanted. Well, you certainly did, and uh, I, I like when you dribble penetrate, you get caught under the basket, and you're looking for a cutter. Yeah. More times than not, you find it. Is that part of the playbook, Coach? Yeah, yeah, we work uh-huh. on that. We, we like those drives, and uh, we're either looking for the post or the opposite or the, the wing player. So we those are things we drill. Uh, we drilled a lot trying to find the post on our drives um, the past couple days, and I thought we did okay. We had a couple bad passes in the first half, but... Um, you know, we'll, we'll work with what we got. Muller comes in and hits 11 points off the bench, so I guess you're right. Yeah. That, that was She benefited from some mm-hmm. of that, and I know yep. uh, that, that's always that's always nice. Well, Julia, what a game. You take on Southeast Polk. Now, I know that's got to be a, a game that was circled on your calendar back in December as a game yes. you had to lead, and then everything kind of fell apart in that fourth quarter over there. But you get them at your place Friday night, one of, uh, what, the final two Fridays will be home, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about the matchup with uh, Southeast Polk. I know Brooklyn Daly will not be available because of appendicitis. Uh, she might be back. You think she'll be back? Uh, oh, you're I, hearing I, that? I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. But uh, playing Southeast Polk for the second time, Julia. Yeah, well, we'll have a little bit of redemption <laughs> that we'll have to get because of last game. But we'll have to have two good practices these next two days and just come in ready for the game. You use the word redemption. Hanging around Tom Donahue way too much. <laughs> way too much. That's a word I, I know comes out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. Anybody want to give a shout-out? Both of you tonight before we go. we got to start the boys' game here a little bit. Julia Moore, who are you going to give a shout-out to? My grandparents and family listening online. From? Well, my grandparents just got to Hawaii, and then my other oh, from Arizona. <laughs> See, I knew we had Arizona, Texas, and Florida covered, Coach. Not Hawaii. Well, you know, I, f- I feel like Northeast <laughs> Iowa is, is just as beautiful, you know, where, where my parents are. Maybe a little warmer, too. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, beautiful Northeast inch, Iowa. Six yeah. more inches of snow up there on the line, too. Yeah. Snow, sand, same yeah. thing. Well, listen, have a great rest of the week of practice. We'll see you Friday night. Dowling hosting Southeast Polk will be there. Yeah, we're excited. It should be a good one. All right. Thank you both for jo- joining us here at halftime on a school night. Oh, yes. yep. yeah. Yeah, don't stay out too late. And uh, support. How about this boys? Oh, this is awesome. This, this is great. so much fun. Playing Absolutely. great. Yep. All right. Thanks, Mark. You bet. Thank, Thank you, you, ladies. Julia Moore and Kristen Meyer, the Dowling girls. Coaches, girls team, visiting with us at halftime. Dowling boys lead 40-21 to 21 at halftime. Back with Stevie Sarcone for the second half. This is Mark Emmadale from the Ankeny Gym. This is Young Catholic Minute. What does it matter what I look at on the internet? I'm not hurting anyone. Yes, you are. 
Remember that part of that one book where that guy Jesus said, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Does that sound innocent to you? John Paul II said that the opposite of love isn't hate, it's use. Use goes beyond hate because it treats the other person as less than human. What if she were your sister? Would you want anyone looking at her lustfully? The fact is, because God is your father and her father, she is your sister and deserves to be loved with dignity, not used to indulge lust. And you're not just hurting her, you're hurting yourself by weakening yourself and your ability to love. If you've fallen into the habit of treating women as objects, how are you suddenly gonna turn around and treat your wife as a person? Ooh, sounds like it might hurt your wife too. Maybe that Jesus was onto something. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And we're back here at the Ankeny Gym. Dowling leading Ankeny 40-21. to The Hawks with the first possession of the second half, and they work the ball down inside and throw it away. Jamison Patton, his pass errant, and it'll be Dowling basketball. Mark Hamadale, Stevie Sarcone, 40-21. to Dowling by 19 over the Hawks as uh, the Maroons outscore Ankeny 23-8 to in that second quarter, Stevie. Tremendous performance by uh, Coach Steele King and the Dowling boys. I don't like how they played and took it into halftime. Maroons with the basketball in the lane and and check with it and couldn't get off the shot. Ball was deflected off his stomach out of bounds. Stevie, what's your perspective after uh, first half? And I'm concerned of who you hung out with. You're hanging out with the football coach and that's what does he know about basketball? But give us your perspective anyway. Uh, good first half by the Maroons. Um, shot the ball really well, forced some turnovers defensively. A little sloppy here to begin in the second half. Both teams turning over a couple times. So uh, look for both teams to settle in here. Uh, hopefully the Maroons can keep the hot shooting going in the second half and uh, build on this lead they've got. Yeah, uh, what a 23-8 to in the second quarter after Dowling led 17-12 to in the first quarter. Maroons were led at halftime. By Ryan Kleppe with 14 points. Jolie Coppola with 9 points. 7 points for Davis Sheck. 2 points for Jack Odie off the bench. And 3 points off the bench for Dante Catalla. The Maroons turned the ball over again on their uh, second possession. 40-24. to 24. It's 3 turnovers on 3 possessions for the Maroons to start this half. And the Hawks get that uh, basket by Maddox Ward, a 3-pointer. And now we've got a turnover. Or rather... Against, yeah, against Ankeny, a legal screen set by Maddox Ward. That'll be his first foul, first team foul on Ankeny here in the second half. And full court, man-to-man pressure by by Ankeny. The Maroons break the press. Marl down court to Metten. Back to Kleppe. Ryan down the lane. He shot off the glass. Good! He went right around Cash Goulin for the shot. And basket. Kleppe with 16 points. He's had a tremendous first half and is carrying over here, Stevie. It's good to see him getting going. Talk about uh, high in the bucket. Now corner three by Ankeny, no good. Dowling going right to left towards the north basket here at the Hawk Gym. Runs in their road maroon uniforms, black trim and numbers. Ankeny in their Home white uniforms with maroon trim and number. And a three-pointer by Coppola right in front of the Dowling bench is good. And Joey with his 12 point, his second three of the night. 45-24, Dowling by 21. The Maroons with their largest lead. Now Ankeny with the ball in transition. Corner three up, no good. And goes off the rim and out of bounds. 
And they're going to whistle a foul on Dowling. Loose ball foul on the Maroons, I believe. And let's we'll see who they called the foul on. And it's going to be number 21. Metten with his third foul. So Leo, or rather Andrew Nianji, will check in for Metten. Riddick will sit down. Nianji for the first time tonight, a 6'5 senior, averaging four points, two rebounds. Played well against Ankeny last meeting, had 20 points against him. Yes, he did. And now they work it inside, and the shot is blocked, blocked by the Maroons as Maddox Ward had his shot blocked. And coming up the ball was Davis Sheck, who also blocked the shot. 45-24 Dowling, approaching the five-minute mark here in the third quarter. Here's Sheck with it over to Nianji. Three-pointer left wing, up no good, and the rebound out too. Ankeny and Devin Akers, who's in the lineup, all six foot six. The Maroons had problems with his size in the first half. He had four points. Three-pointer top of the key. Good by Drew Trimble. So Trimble with his first three off the bench. Ankeny playing without Carson Johnson. He had 18 points against Dowling in the first game. He uh, rolled his ankle with 4.20 left to go in the first quarter on the bench with seven points. 45-27 Dowling. Here's Nianji with it. It's Ankeny's man-to-man defense. Sheck in the lane. Can't get off the shot. Now looking for help. Gets it to Kleppe. And they reverse it right side. Corner three up and no good by the Maroons. Rebound Maddox Ward. Hawks with the ball. Maddox all the way down. Shot off the glass. Spins it off the glass and good right between Drew Morrow and company. Maddox Ward with his fifth point. Pressure by the... Hawks. Here's Capola with it in the lane. Gets it tomorrow. Corner three up and no good. And ball slapped around. Aguirre comes away with it for Ankeny. Hawks in transition. And now Aguirre in the corner goes. Three-pointer no good. Rebound Dowling and Nianji. So lids on the basket there, Stevie. After possessions for Dowling. Runes with five points here in the third quarter. And a timeout called by Clay Fieldkin, the Dowling boys. And this will be a full timeout. We'll take it with him. 3.39 left to go here in the third quarter. 45-29. Dowling boys with the lead over Ankeny here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Enhance your prayer life one song at a time. Enjoy sacred music wherever and whenever you want. Available now at iowacatholicradio.com. Your Alexa device. Or download the Iowa Catholic Radio mobile app from Google Play or the App Store. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools. And 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Sister Mary of the Visitation from the Servants of the Lord and the Virgin of Matara. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Ankeny Gym, girls and boys basketball doubleheader in the CIML tonight. Ankeny and Dowling. Dowling boys lead 45-29 with three and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. Dowling with the ball out of the timeout. Here's Capola with it to Sheck, top of the key. Now to Deonji, left elbow. Deonji backs in against Akers, kicks it out in the corner to Capola for three. It's good! 
good. Right in front of the Dowling bench and in front of us. Joey Coppola with his third three of the night. He's got 15 points. And it's 48-29 Dowling by 19 over the Hawks. I think that's where Dowling's really good is when they get the inside-out play with those big guys. Yeah, dribble penetration sets that up. And now Ankeny the other way. Three-pointer in the corner. Good by Drew Trimble. That's his second three all in the third quarter. 48-32. Ankeny trying to answer for the absence of Carson Johnson who rolled his ankle halfway through the first quarter. Now Coppola again for three, and it's up and no good. It left it short and a rebound. Luke Anderson who's in there for Ankeny. Six-foot sophomore. Backup quarterback on the football team. Underneath Maddox Ward, he leaves it for Akers. His shot is up and good. Devin Akers now with six points. And Ankeny making his comeback, 48-34 Dowling. 2.20 to go, third quarter. Pressure by Ankeny in the backcourt. Dowling breaks it. Now three-pointer by Sheck. It's off the mark, no good. Nianji racing for the ball, saves it from going out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. Good hustle by Andrew Nyangi. Offensive uh, rebound there, Stevie. And uh, kept the possession alive for Dowling. They'll get a brand-new shot clock. Yeah, I think Dowling's kind of playing into what Ankeny wants them to do, speed up the pace, take quick shots off that pressure. I think the Maroons need to settle in offensively a little more. Jack o- things going to the hoop. Yeah, Ankeny now looks like in his zone. Jack Odie in the lineup for Dowling along with Colin Clark. Drew Coppola. Or Joey Coppola. Drew Marl stays in the lineup. And Dante Cataldo in. Some runes with a little bit of a line change here at the minute 50 to play. Here's Morrow with it. Guarded by Patton. Leaves it for Clark for three. Good! Colin Clark for three. Top of the key. That's his second three of the year. First three points tonight. Ankeny with the ball. They get down court. 51-34 Dowling. Minute and a half to go. Third quarter. It's a big shot by Clark to kill some of the Ankeny momentum they got. Now here's Patton underneath. His shot up and good. Strong move by Jamison Patton. That's his fourth point. 51-36 Dowling. Pressure in the backcourt. Dowling breaks it. Here's Clark in the front court. They get it to Coppola. Joey with it. Ankeny back to man. So they've switched out of their zone to man. Coach Carlson keeping Dowling guessing. And now Morrow loses the ball out of bounds. They say it was slapped away. Off Ankeny and Drew Trimble. Substitution for the Hawks. Maddox Ward and Jason Williams checking in. Checking out will be Drew Trimble and Leo Aguirre. Dowling inbounds the ball. They get it tomorrow. His shot is blocked by Patton out of bounds off of Ankeny. And Maroon's got maybe you got a break there. 13 seconds on the shot clock to see if Maroon's get a quick one here out of bounds. They bound the ball. They get it to Odie. Fakes the three. Leaves it for Clark. Guarded by Patton. Now Clark going to the basket. Turns and scores. Nice move by Colin Clark. Just took it right to the hole. He's got all five of his points here in the third quarter. 53-36 Dowling. 40 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Hankany with the ball. On their offensive end. Here's Patton with it. Davison guarded by Dante Cataldo. Dowling stays man. Here's Maddox Ward for three. It's no good. Rebound, Drew Morrow. Outlet pass to Clark. His shot up and no good. Rolls it over the rim. Rebound, Ankeny and Jason Williams. Jason down court. Has a ball tipped away by Clark. 
Shot clock off. Ten seconds left in the third quarter. Ankeny will hold for the final shot. Seven seconds. This is Ward with it. Maddox, pull-up jumper, up, no good. Rebound Dowling and Clark. And we've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Dowling 53, Ankeny 36. Along with Stevie Sarcone, Mark Hamadale will return with the fourth quarter here at the Ankeny Gym after this timeout here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio with another testimonial, this time from Whitney, who says, When I started listening to Iowa Catholic Radio, I started hearing about all of the different resources. It was amazing, and it opened up the state and the community. For Whitney and so many others, Iowa Catholic Radio is truly a lifeline. Our on-air fundraiser starts February 27th, but you don't have to wait to give. Donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you. Back at the Ankeny Gym, Mark Hamadale, Stevie Sarcone tonight in a boys contest. Dowling 53, Ankeny 36, going in the fourth quarter. Stevie Sarcone, the Hawks outscore Dowling 15-13 in that third quarter after Dowling led by 19 at halftime. Key bench guys giving some really good minutes there for the Maroons. Colin Clark getting a couple good big buckets. You know, he only averages about one and a half points a game. He had five in that quarter, so... Uh, it's nice to see everybody contributing. Ankeny in the zone now, three-pointer, top of the key, good by Davis Sheck. So Davis Sheck, who had seven points at halftime, now with ten. Dowling 56-36, 20-point lead, trying to hold off what you know is coming, the Ankeny comeback. Runes by 20 and playing without Carson Johnson, injured ankle in the lane, a shot no good by Aguirre. Rebound Akers back to Aguirre and a foul called on Dowling underneath the Ankeny basket. So Ankeny's going to go to the free throw line. Foul will be on Drew Marl, his third. Be a shooting foul here for Aguirre, Stevie. Just two big guys inside for Ankeny do a really good job on the offensive boards. So um, for Dowling to hold on to this lead, they got to get those guys off the boards. And Aguirre's free throw is no good. He's a 54% free throw shooter on the year, and he's got three points tonight. Maroons have done a really good job on him defensively tonight. Averages about 14 a game. Um, seems like every time he gets the ball inside, they're really collapsing the defense on him, uh, making him take tough shots or forcing turnovers. Second free throw, no good. Rebound Dowling. Maroons in the front court. Here's Morrow with it, and he loses the handle on it. Stolen away by Patton. Down court's Maddox Ward, and he's fouled. As the Maroons try to hustle back and recover, and follow me, I think it'll be on Cataldo. Let's see if they get uh, Dante. They do. So Dante with his second foul. Seven minutes remaining, and free throws coming for Maddox Ward and Ankeny. The Hawks 0 for 2. Make it 0 for 3 here in the fourth quarter. They're 1 for 4 in the ball game coming into the fourth quarter, so they are now 1 for 7. 
don't remember any of your teams shooting one for seven back in your day, Stevie. <laughs> Second free throw. No good. One for eight is Ankeny. Rebound, Cataldo. Dowling led, leading by 20. That's, oh, that's hard to believe. It's tough, Ankeny team. tough to win games when you're shooting like that at the line. Ankeny shoots 66% from the free throw three-point range. Now Dowling the other way. A shot no good. Rebound out to Akers and the Hawks the other way. There's Patton with it to Akers. Kicks it out to Aguirre. Leo in the lane. Through traffic. His shot up. Too strong. No good. Ball tipped out by Akers. And brand new shot clock for Ankeny. Here's Williams with it on the baseline to Patton. Kicks it out to Ward. Fakes the three. Goes down the lane. And we got a whistle and a foul before the shot on Dowling. That'll be the Maroons' fifth team foul here in the second half. Ankeny with one. And Drew Morrow has just picked up his fourth foul, I believe. He did. So he'll be replacing the lineup. Coppola comes back in. So does Kleppi. Morrow will check out, and so will Cataldo. 6.27 to go. Fourth quarter. Dowling by 20. 56-36. We've been stuck on that score for quite a while. Now here's Maddox Ward for three. It's no good. Dowling didn't block out. And finally, Patton tips into the hands of Dowling underneath. And layup good by Coppola. Joey Coppola running the floor, and he's got 17 points. I'll tell you what, Colin Clark's given some really good minutes in that third here in the fourth quarter. Nice pass there to lead to a layup. Now Ward spins in the lane, turnaround shot, no good. Rebound Dowling. And here is Davis Check with it. Runes by 22. This is their largest lead of the night. Clark with it. Theoretic Metten over in the corner. Coppola for three. Good! Joey Coppola, corner three from the right baseline. He's got 20 points. And Dowling leads 61-36. And that's a largest lead of the night, 25 points. Timeout, Ankeny. We will keep it here with 5.29 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Dowling leading by 25 over the Hawks, a team that beat Dowling by nine points. And that was the only time it was in single digits was at the end. It was a double uh, digit lead for Ankeny, and what a, an amazing thing that uh, four and a half weeks makes, Stevie. Dowling beating Ankeny on their home floor. Maroon's doing a really good job of, you know, playing inside out, finding, swinging the basketball, moving it, getting open shots to shooters. You know, they're playing with a lot of confidence right now, coming off two wins in a row, um, shooting the ball a lot better, and it's showing here on the court tonight. Um, you know, they're playing as a team. Doing a really good job defensively, getting out in transition, getting layups. You know, bench guys giving really good minutes. Colin Clark giving really good minutes here in the third, in the third end of the third quarter here in the fourth. So, it's a had, whole, 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 the whole team's chipping in. He has been a pleasant surprise, Stevie. Colin, five points off the bench. More importantly, distributing the ball, getting a couple assists, and uh, right in front of us. And then Coppola shooting well. He, Joey had no points in the first quarter. He had uh, nine at halftime. He now has 20 to lead Dowling. And he's shooting well, but the Maroons are working for that open shot. They, you know, it's a drive and dish, and you got to hope your wing guys can shoot, and they have tonight. Sheck, Capola, Clark, you mentioned earlier, and they're forcing Ankeny to take a lot of tough shots on the offensive end. Hawks with it. Here's a Geary with it. Pull up jumper at the free throw line, no good. Fight for the rebound. Ankeny comes away with it. Acres, all six foot six, keeps the drive alive, and now a loose ball foul on Dowling. And they'll get Colin Clark for his first foul. 5-10 left to play here in the fourth quarter. Dowling 61, Ankeny 36. 
It was 74-65 the score. Ankeny defeated Dowling last month. Now the Hawks working inside. And a Geary shot. No good. Tip no good. Rebound Dowling and uh, Riddick Metten. Hawks getting two opportunities on several possessions with the Maroons. Come away with the uh, rebound. Maroons are doing a really good job of forcing tough shots inside. Here's, here's another thing. It's going to get physical because Ankeny has fouls to give. They've only had one team foul here in the second half. And now a long three, no good by Kleppe. Rebound Ankeny and schooling with it. Baseline, he goes. The shot up and good. And they're going to give it to Luke Anderson who just checked in. Anderson. Saw him a little bit in the sophomore game today. I'll bet you did. He's got a few quarters left in him. Luke, a six-foot sophomore. Backup quarterback on the Hawk football team, the Cole. On Dowling with the ball. Here's Metten with it. We're just trying to reset. Ten on the shot clock. Sheck with it. Top of the key to Metten. Hand it off to Kleppe. Ryan won't drive. Kicks it out. Now here's Metten on the baseline. Four on the shot clock. Metten with the shot up, but no good on the baseline. Aguirre with the rebound. They ain't in the other way. Who's got a good look? Now Leo with it. Leaves it for Anderson. Now inside to Schoolin. His shot up and no good. Rolls off the rim, but a foul called on Dowling. This will be the sixth team foul on the Maroons. And they're going to give it to Colin Clark, his second. As Jack Odie set the check in for the Maroons here, Stevie. I think the Maroons did a really good job starting the fourth quarter the way they started. Knocking down some shots, extending the lead. You know, making it tough for Ankeny to get back into this ballgame. Uh, now they just got to finish out these last four minutes. All right, Schoolin hits the first free throw. That's his fifth point of the night. As Riddick Metten will sit down for the Maroons. 61-39 Dowling, 342 remaining. Fourth quarter, second free throw is... Rolls around and falls through. <laughs> Struggling from the line. They're two of six here in the fourth quarter. So they're three of ten for the ball game at the line. Pressure by the Hawks. Dowling with the ball. Kleppe has it. Now he's double teamed. Gets it to Odie. Back to Kleppe. He won't shoot it. 15 on the shot clock. 61-40 Dowling. Heads up, coach. I knew we'd come into play once or twice. <laughs> Quick reflex. Chat. Let's <laughs> say hi to the officials. First time Chad's been over here. Chad Schoemeyer, outstanding official. As you know from coaching, we get tremendous officials here in central Iowa mm -hmm. and all over the state. We appreciate them. Remember, if they're not here, you're, there's no game. Here's Ankeny. Long three by Anderson, no good. And a whistle and a loose ball foul on the Hawks, I believe. Let's see. No, they're all staying down at that the end. For this one. They're going to get Sheck for the foul. So Davis with his second foul. And free throws coming for Ankeny. 17 foul on the Maroons. It'll be a one and one the rest of the way for Ankeny. 3.02 to go in the fourth quarter. 61-40. The Dowling boys lead Ankeny. Maroons trying for a doubleheader sweep on the road. First free throw good by, by Drew Trimble. Trimble, a 33% free throw shooter, has a pair of threes tonight. And that's his seventh point. Came in averaging two and a half points. Somebody trying to plug the hole for the injury to Carson Johnson. Second free throw is good. Eight points now for Trimble off the bench. Ankeny showing some full court pressure. And it's a little bit tighter than the first time. Runes get in the front court to Odie. Jack with it. 
Out to Kleppe. Maroons are going to spread the floor. They have Odie at the free throw line. And it's four out and Odie at the free throw line. 2.45 to go. Fourth quarter. 17 fouls on Dowling. One on the Hawks. Ten on the shot clock. Here's Kleppe with it. Finds Sheck. Now they got to find somebody to go to the basket. Davis goes inside. Turnaround shot up. And off the rim. No good. Rebound Ankeny. Hawks trail by 19. Here's Aguirre with it. Swings the pass over to Anderson. Won't shoot it. Now in the corner. Goes to Trimble. They put it underneath and off the glass. Shot good by Akers. Akers with eight points. Four points at halftime and four here in the second half. 61-44 Dowling. Two minutes to play. Runes break the press. Ankeny stays man-to-man. Might think about fouling here. Got a lot of fouls to give here. <laughs> Stay two. I'll have to foul six times to put Dowling at the line. Bruins doing a good job of taking care of the basketball here. Now here's Capola, 10 on the shot clock. Driving baseline is Kleppe, and the ball goes out of bounds off of Ankeny, and the Hawks will bring in Jason Williams and replace Cash Schoolin. Seven on the shot clock here. Look for the Maroons to get a quick one. Ball is inbounded. A three-pointer up and no good by Dowling. Fight for the rebound on the floor, and they'll give it to Dowling. Good hustle that time. Colin Clark we talked about on, at the uh, in the scrum. Doing a little bit of everything tonight. <laughs> I like how he plays. His sister got a big win on the road last night with Ohio State. As Iowa Hawkeyes defeated Ohio State 83-72 in women's college basketball. His sister had a triple-double. She's a pretty good player. Yeah. 28 points, 10 rebounds, and 15 assists. You ever come close to any of that? Uh, not in my day. No. I didn't, we didn't keep it that, that, that close to scoring. All right, Dowling with the ball. 15 on the shot clock. Corner three is no good by Clark. Rebound, Ankeny. 61-44. 65 seconds to go. Underneath is Trimble. His shot up. And good. And we've got a... Substitution timeout looks like, or no, a timeout on the floor. Looks like both teams clearing the benches here. Getting some guys in the ball game. So Trimble with 10 points. Oh, you want a scoring update, all right. Capola has 20. Kleppe has 16. Is that good? You gotta you gotta appease the fans down here when you're amongst them, Stevie, <laughs> on live radio. You help out the Capolas as much as anybody else. 61-46 Dowling, and now we got a whole slug of new guys in. Now here's a three-pointer by Cole Southard, no good. <laughs> Rebound Dowling, and that's a Nick Frerichs keeps it alive. They try to get it inside to uh, Gabe Reinhardt, and we got what? Violation on Dowling? It'll be Hawk basketball with 44 seconds of play. And the Dowling boys are going to come away with their third straight victory. So you haven't put the farce by sliding over here for Coach Cataldo. Although he did start everything Friday night with the win. No, he might not get his spot back. Three-pointer by Avon Leg. That's good. 61-49 Dowling, 25 seconds. Corner three up and no good by Jackson Trine. Rebound Hawks in transition. Here's Ryan Merrigan inside. His shot no good. He tried to get it to Aiden Walker. Rebound Dowling. Maroons dribble in the front court. Cole Southard with it. 
Seven seconds, and Maroons will just hold the ball, and Ankeny will concede. Ankeny and Dowling will split the doubleheader this year. 61-49 Dowling as Maroons. And now even their record at 7-7 on the season. The Hawks of Ankeny fall to 6-10. Dowling has won their third in a row. The Dowling girls won their ninth in a row. Things are pretty good out there. I know you practice early in the morning. You don't have an afternoon slot, do you? No, we go in the morning at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Well, I appreciate you staying up tonight. We're going to do the post-game show when we return. Final scores. We'll add up the scoring. We'll take a two-minute break. We want to thank our uh, studio producer tonight, and that is Brady Grimm. Final score, Dowling boys, 61 Ankeny 49 from the Ankeny gym. Earlier tonight, it was in fourth-ranked Dowling girls winning their ninth straight, 54-42 over number 15 Ankeny. Mark Hamadale, Stevie Sarcone. We'll return with the post-game show after this two-minute break. Two-minute break, Brady, on Iowa Catholic Radio. Bring the Eucharistic revival to your parish with Iowa Catholic Radio's Eucharistic Miracles of the World banner display. The work of future saint, Blessed Carlo Acutis, this beautiful display will educate and inspire. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Randy Jensen from St. Francis Catholic Church in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. It can be easy to look at how someone is dressing or acting and judge them. But have you ever thought about how much grace is available in these situations? The next time someone makes a questionable decision, instead of judging and condemning, uphold their dignity for them. We do greater good by lifting them up in prayer and respecting their personhood than if we mentally tear them apart in our thoughts. We can uphold the dignity of others even when they are unable to recognize their own value. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. And we're back here at the Ankeny Gym alongside Stevie Sarcone, Mark Amadell. Final score tonight, Dowling Boys, a winner over Ankeny to split the season series. It was Dowling 61, Ankeny 49, as the uh, Hawks outscored Dowling 13-8 in the fourth quarter. But the Maroons had built up a 25-point lead uh, before uh, the reserves got to play in the uh, fourth quarter and uh, Stevie Sarcone if you're uh, Coach Steele King which you're part of the coaching staff the sophomore boys coach at Dowling got to be happy going into that locker room no it wasn't perfect you had a 25 point lead and you let them skim it down at the end but uh, got to be happy with how these guys are playing right now even their record Dowling does with a record of 7 and 7 
And uh, in this league, you take that because of uh, uh, of all the you know, the teams, the the depth. The the there are five of the top ten teams are ranked in the uh, top ten are coming out of the CIML. So you take this and uh, you build from it, right? Yeah, I think you're. I think you're really happy with how you're playing, um, gaining confidence. You know, there's a rough, rough stretch there, uh, a couple losses there to Valley, uh, to Waukee. Uh, but they're responding well. They're starting to shoot the ball a lot better. Um, riding a three-game win streak. You know, got a couple games coming up that they could win. You know, boost that record as they head towards postseason play. Um, but, yeah, I think you're really, if you're Coach Steelkin, you're really proud of the effort. Um, and I think it re- it's really starting down at the defenseman. I think they did a really good job tonight. You know, making it tough on Ankeny, and, and that translated to the offense, Ben. No question about it. Maroons were now 6-7 uh, and seven in the conference and 7-7 uh, seven and seven overall. They were tied for fifth with Johnson coming in, depending on how uh, some of the other games uh, turned out tonight. We had uh, Johnson was at Valley in a girl-boy doubleheader, Urbandale at Southeast Polk, Waukee at Ankeny Centennial, and Waukee Northwest had the night off. But a lot of those girl-boy doubleheaders, and you see how this league is, and uh, you see what now four teams rank, Waukee, Northwest at third, Waukee at number two, Valley fourth, and uh, Ankeny Centennial at number seven in the top ten. And uh, every night it's just kind of a, a mini state or mini substate tournament, if you will. I know that's going to be on the horizon here in a couple weeks, but right now you're playing for seeding for those, yep. which they haven't done. They'll do that here, I think, in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. They're going to go a little bit later and take maybe up to game 16 or 17, depends on how the everything t- shakes out. Well, for Dowling, that was game 14. And for some of those juniors who played for you last year, sophomores, that is their 14th varsity game. And they've learned a lot here in the last uh, two have. and a half months, haven't they? They have. And I think they're really starting to, to find a rhythm. Uh, Ryan Kleppe had 16 points tonight. Yes, he did. He's only averaging, I think, about four on the season. Um, he kind of does a little bit of everything. But tonight he led the Maroons uh, in scoring, especially in that first half, uh, especially in the first quarter. He had 10 in the first quarter. So uh, it's good to see those guys get going. Because um, they're, they're a big part of you know the, the success to this team for the rest of the year. No question about it. You know Ryan Kleppe had tremendous first half as you mentioned. He had 14 points in the first half. Let's go back to Friday night where it was uh, Drew Morrow who had I think uh, 14 or 15 points at halftime. Settled for a field goal in, in the second half. Well, that's what Kleppe did. But so somebody stepping up, and, and maybe it's somebody else is being defended. And that's me. Hats off to Coach Carlson. He said, well, "Let's not let Drew Morrow beat us tonight." Well, he didn't. He let Metten beat you mm-hmm. uh, tonight, along with uh, solid scoring by Joey Coppola. No points in the first quarter, but Joey finished with 20 points to lead Dowling. He and Kleppe, who, as you mentioned, finished with 16, the two leaders. One thing, Dowling went the free throw line three times tonight, made all three. It was all in the second quarter. Dowling did not shoot a free throw in the second half. Now, how does that happen? Because the Maroons didn't shoot a, a free throw one game last week at all. So how does that happen, Coach Sarcone? You know, as you saw the scoreboard, we only had a couple. Inkeny only had, I think, two or three team fouls that I second saw, half. Um, I saw that. <laughs> no, I, I think they did a really good job inside-out play. They got a lot of open looks outside. Um, the layups they did get inside, they were, you know, they were all wide open layups. So, um, you know, if you can win a game without with only shooting three free throws and shooting none in the second half, I mean, I think you take that any day. So, um, I think you're starting to see Joey Capola really, you know, find his rhythm. I think, you know, when he sat out, missed a lot. The time in December, you know, it takes a little bit to get back into the swing of things, uh, to find your rhythm. The more game time you get, you know, the better off you are. So, you know, it's good to see him getting going. 20 points in the last two games. Um, 
So, you know, I think he, you know, and it's it's important for him to get going so this team uh, continue, continue to be successful. It is. And let's take a look at our scoring tonight as we go right through the, uh, we'll start with Dowling, the visiting team. The Maroons improved their record to 7-7 seven and seven with a 61-49 win over the Ankeny boys. Avenging a loss earlier this year to Ankeny, 74-65 at the Dowling gym. Maroons had two players, actually three players in double figures, led by Joey Coppola's 20 points, Ryan Kleppe with 16, and Davis Sheck with 10 points to lead Dowling. Rounding out scoring for the Maroons, Colin Clark off the bench with five points. Three points for Dante Cataldo. And two points for Jack Odie off the bench. Drew Marl finishing with three points. Andrew Dianji and Riddick Metten did not score for the Maroons. Dowling three for three at the free throw line. Now for the Ankeny Hawks, mentioned Carson Johnson, who had 18 points against Dowling in the first meeting, went down with an ankle injury with 4.20 left to go in the first quarter. And in that uh, first half of the first quarter, he had seven points. So he was on his way to another game, but he injured his ankle, did not return. As you said, Steve, he was on ice on the end of their bench. So he finished with seven. Leading scorer for Ankeny tonight was Drew Trimble off the bench with 10 points. And he was followed by Devin Akers off the bench, the 6'6 junior, with eight points. And we mentioned uh, Carson Johnson with seven points before his injury. Six points for Cash Shulin off the bench. Five points for Maddox Ward. Four points for Jamison Patton. Three points for Leo Aguirre, who had 20 points against Dowling in the first meeting. And uh, Luke Anderson off the bench with two points for the Hawks. And Avon Leg with uh, three points. The Hawks went 5 of 12 at the free throw line. They attempted, obviously, uh, eight more, nine more free throws in Dowling, but went 5 for 12. So they did not have one of their best nights at the free throw line or from the field. And uh, the Maroons really did a good job with the Geary. And Coach Steele came telling us that you've got to stop their players. And one was Carson Johnson, and the other was Leo Aguirre, and the Maroons did that. I think they did a really good job when he got the ball inside. You know, there was two, three guys swarming around him, you know, making him take tough shots, kicking it back out, you know, giving up giving up an open three instead of an easy layup. So um, it seemed like every shot he took was a contested one, and they did a really good job getting him off the boards um, and making life tough for him. Dowling got out to a 17-12 first quarter lead over Ankeny, and the Maroons outscored the Hawks 23-8 in the second quarter. Dowling led 40-21 to at halftime. Second half, Ankeny outscored Dowling 15-13 in the third quarter. Maroons had a 53-36 lead going into the fourth quarter, and Ankeny outscored Dowling 13-8 in the fourth quarter. But the Maroons win it 61-49. Dowling improves its record to 7-7. The Hawks fall to 6-10. Ankeny's next game will be this Friday night at number three, Waukee Northwest, and a girl-boy doubleheader at Northwest High School in Waukee. Dowling's next game will be home against the Southeast Polk Rams. It'll be a girl-boy doubleheader, but the preliminary games are ahead of time. JV1 and JV2 girls and the sophomore boys. Big gym or small gym, Stevie Sarcone? Where are you going to be? Uh, I think we'll be in the small gym on All Friday. Because right. right, you guys rotate that, yep, if I rotate remember right. Every home game, yep, so. you got to do that. Well, I appreciate you sitting in. I know uh, you had some family members listening down out in the East Coast, your aunts, uh, who I've become very familiar with, and, of course, a lot of folks in the South Side Des Moines. Who's running the store? Who's minding the store, as Bill Reichert would say? Uh, you got that all covered tonight? All covered tonight. All so. right. All right. Well, Stevie, thank you for sitting in. It's been a long night for you. You had practice this morning, or did you have practice on game no, day? No, no practice on game day. So just a game, uh, 4.45 today. So. Well, you'll be back up tomorrow morning. Back up tomorrow tomorrow morning, oh, 6 a.m. My goodness. Thank you for sitting in. For uh, Coach Cataldo, I know he's uh, doing his uh, – 
new job training this week, so we appreciate you sitting in. I'm going to have Mike Swain bringing back the coach Friday night. And uh, thanks for all you do, and thanks for what you and, uh, uh, of course, my uh, would be my niece's husband, Chad Dreckman, do on the, the Dowling Boys uh, uh, basketball team, helping out with uh, Coach uh, uh, Coach Steelkin. You guys do a great job, and uh, best of luck to you. I know that's not where you want it, but remember, you're getting Coach O'Hare's freshman guys. You got to you got to take them that next step, right? Yep. And and you're doing that. All right, Steve. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Drive careful. You don't have far to go, I know, up here in Ankeny. You yeah, don't have too far, far to go. But uh, thanks for all you do, and thanks for sitting in with me. Appreciate it. Stevie Sarcone, my broadcast partner. That'll wrap it up from the Ankeny Gym. Our thanks to all our sponsors. They include Ashworth Vision Clinic, along with Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Our next broadcast, as we mentioned, will be this Friday night. It'll be Dowling hosting... Southeast Polk and a girl-boy doubleheader from the Dowling Gym will be on there at 6 o'clock, their pregame show. Girls will tip off at 6.15, and the boys to follow at 7.45. So join us for the broadcast Friday night. For my broadcast partner, Scott Babinat and Stevie Sarcone, for everybody involved with tonight's game, including the coaches for Ankeny, Drew McAnally and Brant Carlson, and for Dowling, Kristen Meyer and Clay Thilking. Everyone here at Ankeny High School, Adam McDonald, the athletic director, Tom Day and Lisa Minker, uh, appreciate all their work. And, of course, for our studio producer, Brady Grimm, this is Mark Amadale saying goodnight and so long from the Ankeny High School gym. Reminder of the final scores for the final time one more time. The Dowling girls defeat Ankeny 54-42. Dowling girls have won nine in a row. And the Dowling boys have won three in a row as they defeated Ankeny 61-49 to even their record at 7-7. Seven and seven. For Stevie Sarcone, this is Mark Amadale and Scott Babinet saying goodnight and so long. For all of us here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, have a safe and blessed faith-filled week. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formaware. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.